This is Kim God 1000. I am Lunatic Radio. 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 Hey, what's up? This is Zora Gangster. And I am not Tiger Woods, but I am LunaticRadio.com. You know what this show is? This show is a manufacturer of nonsense. Our major export is nonsense. Yeah, and we should have a, like a factory in Detroit. Touchdown! <laughs> Idiocracy starts here with LunaticRadio.com. Well, well, it's Idiocracy. As Simon put it, we're good like background noise. What's an issue? We figure shit out. You could watch porn without jerking off. Really? You could? It's possible? Yeah, theoretically. I love this show. There's some moments of drama and intrigue, but overall, I don't give a shit. When we suck, it's not fake. When we're good, it's not fake. When we do bits, it's not fake. Everything is real. We don't have time to set up fake shit and yeah. think about it and plan it. It's impossible to fake the sucking we do. <laughs> Welcome to the LunaticRadio.com show, everybody. Fresh off a red eye, fresh, hanging out with you. Oscars for last night. Are you fresh to death? It's not even a big story this week, though. Oscars were kind of bland. No good movies out anymore, Rock. There were some good movies. I mean, movies I still need to see, but... yeah. Oh, Black Swan was good. That didn't win shit other than Natalie Portman in her uh, pregnant butt up there on stage. And then uh, The Fighter, that won some stuff. That's okay. And Inception King... won for best sound editing? Come on! Well, there you go. There's, there's, there. You know, turn your sets off there. Once after that, award uh, was handed out, you can just turn your shit yeah, off. That's the most important You saw it all. One. Sound editing. Awesome. What up, Kierlock? Kierlock, hanging out with you. Kierlock? Kierlock. Kierlock Holmes? Emails to the show, lunaticradio.com, Drunko Hotline, 206202, Luna, that's 206202-5666. Obviously, as always, broadcasting live from New York, hanging out. Fucking city gets gloomier and gloomier as the weeks go on here in this awful winter we're having. From snow to rain. It wasn't terrible today. I mean, although, I mean, rain, but at least the temperature-wise, it wasn't terrible here in New York. Cloudy, gloomy, depressing. I thought you liked that. No, I don't. You're a cloudy, gloomy kind of guy. I like guy. the sun. I like the fun. And I like warm weather. That's yes. what I like. I agree. You don't get that here in New York, no. everybody. Yeah, the Oscars last night, but that's not the big story. It's not? What's the big story, Rock? Oprah was on the Oscars. That's the big story. No. Aren't we sick of Oprah? She, she. I get it. You're a freaking tycoon. You're uh, Miss. You know everything. You get great guests on your fucking show. Go away. I was thinking like she was going to do something terrible when she came out. Like you know, get a microphone and say, "I have now bought you all. You are now all my slaves. You are now all Oprahians." Yeah. 
Like she's she's too powerful. Do you realize she could buy the country if she wanted to? All that money she has, she could buy a, a slew of countries. Yeah. <laughs> she really could. She could just buy up the Middle East, like you know, she's buying uh, house plots. Well, like a box of saltine crackers. <laughs> yeah, she's like, I'll take an Iraq, an Iran, <laughs> that Kuwait thing. That'll be a nice backyard. <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's fucking crazy. She's that gonna lady. buy Kuwait for her best friend. The Oscars were actually a, a real bomb, I thought. The, the, I mean, who was it? Anna Hathaway? And who was the other guy who got his arm chopped off in the movie? Franco. Uh, Joe Franco? Joe, Joe Franco. Joe Franco? I can't remember his first name. He pitched for the Mets? <laughs> John Franco. Oh, I even fucked up that name. What was that guy? He was in 127 Hours. By the way, that guy was nominated for Best Actor in 127 Hours. He was awful in that movie. That movie sucked more big-ass cock than I've ever... That movie sucked so bad. That was a made-for-TV movie. James Franco. James Franco. That movie... That was a made-for-TV movie. Right. And even even I saw that the... Um, like, the music right. that was made for that movie was nominated for an Oscar. Yes. And when I was listening to that music during watching the movie, I was like, this movie sucks. Like, I've never, that's never happened to me when I've watched a movie. Like, the music doesn't take me out of it. But that music took me out of it. I was like, what is this music? Like, if that music was offered for free online okay. for us to use as, like, music beds for the radio sure. show, I wouldn't download it. <laughs> Hence it not winning a uh, soundtrack or whatever that was. Yeah, like, thank God. Trent Reznor and his gloomy ass. How about how, how surreal of a world do we live in? Trent Reznor won an Oscar. Yeah, yeah. We're pretty- Is that, like, that, that was one of the most surreal things from last night, seeing Trent Reznor. Yeah, and, and all, like, Oscar. studious and a yeah. tux. Short hair. Yeah, looking all clean. You know, not, not singing any lyrics. Terrible lie. March of the Pigs. Right. None of that. He was all nice and, you know, cordial to the, uh, yeah. who was it? The he was member. thankful. Thank you to the members of the Academy. Yeah. Yeah. He, was, he was all, like, subdued. You're Trent Reznor, dude. Yeah, I just man. saw you a year ago. I had, like, fuck- a hole, man. Yeah, I had, like, a whole fucking... Johnny Cash covered one of your songs, dude. Mm. That's how fucking crazy that motherfucker is. But he was up there all... St- I mean, the James Frank... The James Frank... James Franco. And Anne Hathaway... James oh, Franco was uninterested about being there. Well, I think he knew he was bombing. And, you know, I think Anne Hathaway was like, I know, yeah. I think she knew she was bombing too, but she's like, maybe I'll just, you know, get over on my hotness in my unique-looking features of she's my She's not face. that hot. Yeah, no, she's not. You know what was funny? Because what's great about... She's uh, like a porcelain... Get, get a fucking tan. Go to a tanning bed. Jeez. DVR HD is fantastic because I pause the frame. Girl looks like marble. You could, like, see her, like, arm skeleton. Like, you could visually see, like, where the skeletal bone is in her arm. Yeah. And it was like, what are you doing? Her skin's, like, painted white sheet rock. She is pale. <laughs> terrible. Yes, she is pale. Hell, fucking white. Eat a hamburger and go outside. It's yeah, okay. Yeah, you ever go buy some sheetrock at Home Depot yeah. in the color? That's Anne Hathaway. Right. That's Anne Hathaway color. Get a tan. You got a bag of flour at home? That's what Anne Hathaway's skin looks like. I mean, like. your skin is beautiful and it's got no blemishes, yada, 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 but it's fucking white as shit. Is, she is pale. Work on that. Get a freckle in there. Mix in something. Give me some color. If it wasn't for those fucking eyebrows, she'd be an albino. 
eyebrows like chandeliers. Jesus Christ. 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 It's like bookshelves. Not only are you barmen, but you both look like fucking, uh, what is it? What are they called? The, uh, they just look like messes. Improv. Yeah. Nice. I like that. Yeah, they look like messes. Look, uh, James was funny because he just did not want to be there. Do you think? He, you, he, he had his perpetual stoner look going that he's. Oh, that's always has. a good look to have yeah. when you're fucking hosting the Oscars. By the way, when I was fucking watching the Oscars and Billy Crystal came out, I was like, thank God Billy Crystal's there. And I've never said that in my life. <laughs> it was actually funny. He lifted the evening. He it's actually so lifted the evening. That's how bad the, the Oscars were bombing as far as entertainment factor. You know? Mm. That's what I like about the Golden Globes. They just shuffle them out. They just go, here's an award, here's an award, here's an award, here's an award, here's an award. You know, they just they hand out the awards and you get it over with. Right. But last night they did a whole fucking monologue. They had to have the little, you know, banter. And then they had to do the uh, interpretation dance cramp. What the fuck is that? And never, no one ever, no one likes that. Who likes that? I'm all for a six-year-three-year-old Upper East Side fucking stretched face asshole woman in Manhattan loves that. The interpretation of the music in right. the movie dance crap. I thought when you said stretched skin old, I thought you were talking about Michael Douglas when he came out. Wow, what? was that Michael Douglas or Kirk? No, I don't remember seeing Michael Douglas. <laughs> the old guy. That was Kirk. Kirk Douglas, the stroke victim. Do we have that audio? <laughs> Because I didn't even see it. I'd rather... Shannon Sharp is more understandable. I was actually following Twitter more than I was actually following the actual telecast of the Oscars. Uh, that was so cringe when that old man Withers came out. Oh, my God. I, I was yeah. afraid he was going to die on stage. Well, he's... He, I don't know whose idea that was, but to cart out a 80-something-year-old man who suffered a massive stroke like two decades ago, probably not a good idea... To have out there on stage presenting something. You know, it's just not a good... He's not a great communicator. Yeah, he was a great actor back in the day. But you know what? He's not anymore. You know what I mean? Right. It's not like you you go to a Yankee game and they're like, you know what? We're going to have... I don't know. Mel Hall bad fourth today. Just because he was so good back in the day. You know? Right. Or for at least a week or so in 1980-something. Do you want to hear some of his audio from last night? Yeah, absolutely. Let's see. Look at me. Lori looks dead. Let me, uh, let me just cue it up here. Hold on. He looks like that guy from uh, the oh, movie mouth. Seven who was, uh, <laughs> you know, held <laughs> held alive by antibiotics. Oh, God, that's right. Remember so, that guy? Now the SWAT team comes moment, in. The moment that we are all waiting for. Hugh Jackman is laughing. <laughs> I don't know why everybody in in Australia thinks I'm funny. Colonel <laughs> Firth is not laughing. He's pretty. This guy has better humor than us, by the way. Yeah, he's actually fucking. I want him third mic and say more than Josh Gogan. <laughs> now we come to. The most important part. Is it holding a cane? Uh, oh, there we go. It is, it's tough to even watch now, this now. It's like... 
I actually didn't see it during the live tell. I was actually looking at Twitter, the, like, and everybody was commenting on them. This is the moment. If I get, get this. this is a supporting role, by the way. <laughs> you know, those are all courtesy laughs, by the way. Yeah, they don't even know what he's saying. Courtesy laughs, like they don't know what's going on. Applesauce. (laughs) He's not being charming. No, no, he's not saying anything. He's just a a guy who's eighty something who suffered a massive stroke back in the day, and he's struggling to actually just get to the gist of why he's up there. To say something, yeah, say something. So, in in essence, really, Rock, (laughs) what you're listening to. And watching here on on YouTube as we have it on a studio monitor, right. um, you're 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 watching a a handful of people who are millionaires laughing at a stroke victim, right? Because they feel awkward, and that's what we call perspective. Yeah. laughing. Colin Firth is laughing. If he, you know, you know what? If he, if if if, if Kirk Douglas broke out. Are you like? Are you laughing at me because I had a stroke? That would have been classic. That would have been actually funnier. Yeah. Because there would have been a woo over the crowd, right. you know, like one That's of those. Edgy. Yeah, like it's old man edgy comedy. And that shit would have made, that would have been the highlight of the Oscars. I will never forget this moment. Three times. And I lost every time. So waiting for the footage. Now we have a winner. And Oscar. This was actually funny. Supporter actress goes to my Melissa Leo. Kept on like stalling. I don't know why they edited it out. How about stalling. that though? You, you, you know, it's your, it's your, you're the actress there, supporting actress, and your your Oscar is handed to you by an 80 year old stroke victim. I know he was great back in the day, but seriously, people who book the fucking people who are supposed to present shit, right. come on, have a little fucking sense about you. Get fucking Brad Pitt up there. He'll hammer that shit out. People like to look at the fucking guy. You know, they don't know. I haven't seen Brad Pitt on a stage in a while. Yeah. Get him out there. Let him do it. Get fucking, uh, who's the asshole that makes the shit movies? Uh, he made Scott Bayo. Scott Bayo. Get Scott Bayo out there. Get somebody out there who can fucking deliver a line. I went to sit here awkwardly and go, wow, he had a stroke at some point, didn't he? And he's old. That's, that's what anybody's looking at this guy going, wow, he's old yeah. and he might be dead in about a week. So let's get him gonna, on stage. I don't know if he's going to make it past Thursday. <laughs> That's what everybody's doing. It's awkward. Yeah. No one's looking at going, oh, man, Kirk Douglas, he was so great. They're looking at Kirk Douglas going, wow, he's going to be dead soon. So they got to laugh at his... They got to laugh at This is one last time to be around Kirk. Let him feel a little appreciated, maybe. Now, was he in Planet of the Apes? Was that him? No, that wasn't him. That no, was, that uh, was... Uh, <laughs> that guy. <laughs> The guy with the fucking guns, the NRA yeah. dude. Yeah. What's his name? Ben Hur? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know his name. Ben Q. Hur. No one gives a shit who that guy was anymore. He's dead. See? Yeah, see? Dead. No one cares. And then how about this Leo broad? She dropped the F-bomb on uh, national television. Oh, they're going to play that? No, she, you don't hear it. It's edited out. Yeah, she's, uh, she's crazy, right? She's awesome. She's going to get a lot of roles because she dropped the F-bomb. 
for everybody to hear the F-bomb again. Get it. I love that. That's raunchiness. Ah, I'm so fucking done with the Oscars. I don't give a shit. When, when fucking James Franco is up for best actor, I'm done. In a movie that I fucking... It was, the more, it was the biggest piece of shit movie I've ever seen in my life. It was shitty. It was so boring. It was like staring at a fucking blank wall for two hours. Yeah, you get your arm crushed by a rock. Who gives a fuck? It's a real story. It's based on a real story. Or true story, as they say. Well, he's got the messy hair look. Yeah. Everywhere he goes, he's got the messy hair look. I don't care about you fucking messy hair look. Brush your fucking hair. He just looks perpetually stoned. Well, he was with that group from... Uh I love that show, Freaks and Geeks. They've been showing it on IFC. That was uh, in the early two thousands. Is that where he? Is that? Is that, that was like their big to him, Seth Rogen, the dude from Forgetting Sarah Marshall. They're all on that show. They kept on uh, promoting him on uh, some sort of soap opera. Apparently, I mean, he's I like he's on doing, a soap opera. Yeah, something? I guess he's doing a soap opera now. So he does movies and soap operas. Yeah, it's fucking great. General Hospital. So he's on General Hospital, and he's uh, up for Oscars. It doesn't happen. Back in the old days, it didn't happen. It just felt. I like, think I'm an old was, soul rock. I'm done with this fucking horse shit. He's just kind of like blah blah Oscars, blah blah. And how fucking tedious is the fashion commentary of the Oscars? How tedious is that shit? When you got to get the gayest guy of the world uh, commenting on fashion. Anderson Cooper was there. Apparently he was it, there. It looked like him. That Doing, dude looks like him. Yeah, and and all the all the networks were taking his feed <laughs> or seed in the mouth. Oh, I get it. From a guy named Stev. God, awful. Just fuck. It. I get it. They're fucking wearing dresses. We get it. Well, people are into that. Are they really? Yeah. Who? Come on, you don't watch the Joan Rivers when you know when she does her show and she's gonna I make can't. she's just gonna bash on people. Uh, you know what? I'm done with Joan Rivers too. Why? What's wrong with I Joan? Get, you're old and you're fucking you're feisty. Who gives a shit? Well, we can get her on the show. You We're done with that. the feistiness from fucking Joan. I'm done with all of you. Really? Everybody? I'm done with this. Everything. Oscars? Just no more? Yeah, I'm done. I'm done. That and the Grammys can just go away. I don't care. Do you care anymore? I don't. I oh, think it's because sake. I'm becoming older. I just don't care. I think for the show's sake, it's kind of uh, feels sometimes. Like half the people that get on that stage and present awards, yeah. I wouldn't want to share a diner table with. Oof, that's not nice. I'd rather share a diner table with Rocket. Aww, than well, fucking. Uh, well, maybe Tom Hanks. I like to see what the fuck he's talking about. Tom Hanks is kind of nice. You know, I wouldn't mind sharing a cup of coffee and a bagel with that guy. Yeah. You know, but half these guys that get on it, like Anne Hathaway, nah. I wouldn't try to pick her up at a bar. You wouldn't... Wait a minute. Stop it. No, she's too porcelain looking. I don't like the porcelain look. But when you say Anne Hathaway... But is it Anne Hathaway as in just random person or Anne Hathaway is Anne Hathaway? Like, oh, that's... No, I actually wouldn't be attracted to her. Okay. If she was just... She was somebody. She wasn't a famous actress or whatever. I wouldn't be attracted to her. She's not that attractive. I was saying that last night. She's just not that attractive. Mm. She's not. I didn't think she was attractive when she was like you know doing those movies with uh, uh, oh Bijou Phillips, and they're getting all naked with the gangsters as kids. Marcus in the chat room saying Anne Hathaway's an alien. Yeah, she's she, up there with that bro. What was the bro with the big forehead? The white chick. Uh, uh, fucking Rihanna. No, no, no. Oh, the white black. broad from uh, Bijou Phillips. No, who's got the big forehead? Who's white? The gross little broad. Blonde hair, the one we used to make fun of. We have to go back to the old show. Remember her? She was in uh, Scarlett Johansson. Life is beautiful, or some shit like that. Life is beautiful. No, no, I'm thinking of the wrong thing. What kind of a horse shit fucking movie is that? She was in 
American Pie, that broad. Oh, Tara Reid? No, you have a big forehead. The other one. The redhead? No. Bandcamp chick? No. What the fuck red- are you talking about? Oh, fucking A. Once I say the name, I'm going to be like, yeah, that's what I said. And it's uh, not going to be what you said. The guy to fuck the pie? He's kind of a chick. Where the fuck is she? Jason Biggs, Chris Klein. Mina Savari. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, look at her. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's a recent picture of Mina Savari. Somebody told her, yeah, grow the bangs out. <laughs> look at this. Look at her hair pulled. Look at that fucking forehead. Yeah. Homeland Security is fucking calling that chick going, can we get the fucking dimensions of your forehead? Because we want to use that to make new subs. What? Unbelievable. With her hair pulled back, it almost looks fake. Like it looks like she's a fucking, uh, she's a fucking avatar with that fucking forehead. Conehead. She's like from the movie Conehead. Conehead. She didn't have American Beauty. That's what I was thinking of. Yeah. She was hot back in the day. She was not. For a second. <laughs> Just for a split. Yeah, that's what Mina Sorry was. Like, I looked at her at that, in that movie, and I was like, man, she's kind of hot there. Oh, wait, hold on. Five minutes later, no. <laughs> nope. You're that not hot anymore. from Die Artwood is pretty creepified, too. Die Artwood. I never even heard of Die Artwood. Is that even a movie? I don't even know what the fuck these people are talking about in the chat room. Well, yeah, all of them. Yeah, the Oscars fucking stink, dude. Well, that was your that was your moment right there. I mean, who won for best? Who's pi- best picture? Uh, the King's Speech. King's Speech, which I hear is a very good movie. I want to see it. Actually, I want to watch it. You know, guy stuttering, and you know he's uh, he's very you know he's a king, and he was just thrown into that position. Apparently, he's Joey not, King guy. He doesn't feel like he's qualified to be a king because he stutters all the time. So that's kind of like you kind of feel bad for the guy. So I sure. might want to fucking watch that yeah. movie. But you know, uh, the actor who won, does anybody know who he is? Is anybody going to go see his movies after, uh, you know, him winning the big, uh, best actor award? No, I don't think anybody's going to really go watch him. You know, he's not going to have a uh, fucking, you know, uh, the next summer blockbuster. Colin Firth. What's it? Colin Firth. You know, are you, are you really fucking jonesing to watch the next Colin Firth? He was in Mamma Mia, though. Oh, yeah, Mamma Mia. What a fucking blast that was. I don't know that movie. I'm not watching this shit. I'm not watching... You know what? I'm done with the British accent thing in this fucking country. We we speak with... uh, We speak Ebonics in this country. Enough with the fucking... Like CNN and the Fox News is important and, M- and MTV bringing everybody over who fucking speaks British. I don't give a shit about the British accent oh, anymore. come on. You're promoting Don't idiocracy then, Karen. This is next Lady Gaga. <laughs> I get it, fucking hipster. Go away. Oh, so now English you accent. You your British accent. Go fuck yourself. That's, that's hipster? That's hipster speak? Yeah, the, yeah. I think the British accent has become a hipster thing. I bet you go to the Lower East Side, all those motherfuckers are doing British accents just because they want to be hipster in their fucking Hurley shirts. <laughs> Hurley? Really? Fuck you all. <laughs> I'm on the Charlie Sheen tip. Uh, Let's have a mansion, get fired from your job, and have porn stars live there. Yeah, have two chicks as your that like, is the women and refer to them as the wedge. I'm so interested in that. I'm so interested in that. I am totally interested in that. Like, last night, they were actually almost promoting, uh, before the Oscars took place in the red carpet and the whole spiel, Right. ABC was actually kind of promoting that they were going to have some sort of Charlie Sheen thing happen during the Oscars. Like, I read it on a an early report. Okay. So I was like, okay, 
I'm going to watch the Oscars to see the latest on the Charlie Sheen saga. Right, right, right. And that's really why I was watching the Oscars, because I really didn't give a shit. Because the movies nowadays that are, like back in the, not even like five, six years ago, dude, you'd be like, uh, like you're really, you're not really championing a movie, but you're like, wow, that movie was good that I saw. I really want to see this movie do good. But in the last five, six years, I haven't really been championing a movie. Like, hmm. I'm not well. Give me a movie that you that you were that you were behind, so I could kind of put because I'm trying to I'm trying to put myself in that frame of mind to think of a movie that maybe you, uh, you pulled behind. Well, I, I remember going way back. Good yeah. Goodwill Hunting was definitely one. Goodwill Hunting sure. that I saw. Oh, I was all about unnecessary Sling, roughness. <laughs> Sling Blade was another one, but really, I think yeah. that won some things. Uh, you know, yeah, you know, I, clerks, I, I guess for me personally. But then again, clerks, now I'm yeah. thinking like I'm going back to when I was a teenager, right? And usually everything in a person's life that happens when you're a teenager is always the coolest thing. You know, it never gets cooler than that. Like that's why I still listen to grunge fucking music. <laughs> relive the good days, right? I relive the good days. I know. I think we all do that just subconsciously. It was always easy. Life was always easier yesterday, you know? That's that's what that whole thing's about. It's like you, know? you remember those songs because that's when life was easy. Yeah. And you think even if it was shit, you still think it's the best. And it's way better than the next generation or the generations before, you know. It's so weird. And that's why I'm scared now because the generation coming up is listening to fucking guys like the, the Yin Yang Twins. Fucking champing those fucking crackheads. And I'm like, holy crap, we're, we're doomed. We're doomed. We might be okay. When the yin-yang twins are doing a fucking acoustic set, I'm fucking shooting myself. <laughs> I'm just bringing out the gun and just unloading on myself. No, not like that one. This one, like this one. Yeah, just. I'm just a caveman. Your world frightens and confuses me. Yeah. I was way more interested in the Charlie Sheen fucking aspect of the Oscars, which never occurred. Apparently, it happened on GMA, and uh, according, uh, well, everybody else had the same. Like, I guess they carted in the GMA guy to do the interview, and then they carted in the Today Show guy to do the interview, and then they carted in the Early Show guy to do the interview. Like, Charlie gave the same interview to all, three of the major networks that do the morning shows on TV that we all watch. Mm. Um, you know, I guess you watch those shows based on the fact if you're gay and you like Matt Lauer, or you're a lesbian and you like Robert Roberts, Robert Roberts, Ro- Robin Roberts, Robin Roberts, or you know, if you just have no spine and you watch the early show. Really? I don't know. Is wh- that what it breaks down to? I never realized. Well, if you really want to do the Shannon Sharp analysis of the first, you know, the morning shows that are on the three major networks, but come on, Sam Champion, they're all the fucking the same. They, they just do the stories at different times. The same fucking show. We can just have one major show and we all just watch it. It really is ridiculous. It's the same fucking show, right? It is nonsense. What about George Stephanopoulos? Aren't you all about him? Oh, he's fucking sexy. <laughs> By the way, George Stephanopoulos. 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 He probably has the smallest dick in America. What? Really? You gotta imagine. We're just looking at other guys. He's got a guy that's a fucking small dick. Small dick guy. Why? Why? Why would you say that? That's actually the only thing I think about when I see George Stephanopoulos. His dick size. His dick size. Why would I'm going, you? that guy has a small dick. Because you know when he sits at the big desk, 
you know, at the anchor desk, and he's he's welcome. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to GMA, and here alongside me is Robin Roberts. His fucking seat is boost to the max. Like, you know how I boost my seat up for the radio show here? Is he that short? So I feel like I'm near, I'm in the same height as Rocket. Sure, sure. His shit is like fucking super huge. Like, he's the shortest. He's I, I could play center on his basketball team. <laughs> Look at George Stepanopoulos. Yeah, he's got a small dick. Look at his hands. <laughs> yeah, looking at his you screen. have the pen as the uh, point of reference in his hands. He'd be fucked in the gay community. Really? Yeah. I mean... He'd be the catcher? No, yeah, he'd totally be a catcher because there's no way that guy can penetrate any ass that's available. <laughs> oh, he's got a wife. Apparently, he's uh, married. Uh, you know, maybe she likes a small dick. I don't know. <laughs> she might be into that. Sorry, George. I know you fucking gave Clinton the presidency, but you got a small dick. I'm telling you. I guy, I want a, I want dick size measurement on the next year. Really? Yeah. That's I bet you Robin Roberts got a bigger clit <laughs> than he has a dick. Well, that's just weird. I'm not here knocking Robin Roberts. She did a fine job. She had the cancer thing, whatever. Right. But she's got a bigger clit than he, George Stephanopoulos, has a, as a dick. That's what I'm saying. That's what you get in that. That's the commentary. You don't hear this shit on the fucking Pierce Morgan show. <laughs> I should host that show on CNN. You should. It'd be great. Here's my guest, George. I'll do the fake fucking British accent too. My guest, George Stephanopoulos. I sound Australian. It's cute. George, how big is your dick? First question. First question. Just get it out there. Just get out there in the open. And I want to do it live with the studio audience so I can hear the ooh. By the way, this is our Oscar coverage we're doing right now. We went from covering the Oscars to the dick size of George Stephanopoulos. Oh, speaking about Pierce Morgan, I know we're completely all over the place. Kevin Smith was on this week. and um, Oh, really? And Pierce Morgan's like, hypothetical situation. Let's say you were you won an Oscar. Mm-hmm. And like Kevin Smith was like just totally flabbergasted. He's like, wait, wait, wait. wait. There's no way my new, because he's got the new movie coming to Red Sea. Like, no Red way, Street. no way. He's like, there's only. No and like Pierce Morgan like, hypothetical, hypothetical. Mm. So then, like Kevin Smith's like just like, okay, in this hypothetical situation, do I have a big dick? And he says this on CNN. <laughs> it was great. It went through. It was great. He said it? Yes. It was great. I saw Kevin Smith on, um, I saw him on the Bill Maher show. I was watching that when I was out in Arizona running the Ragnar. And uh, I saw, he dropped three awkward dick jokes in his segment <laughs> that literally, and I'm, I'm looking, because I kind of like the Bill Maher show because the guy, you know, he has his fucking thing in his agenda. But I watch it because he, you know, he's kind of raunchy and he's, he's, I don't know. He's, I, don't, I don't mind Bill Maher for some reason. Mm-hmm. But when Kevin Smith came out, he, his first fucking thing was saying, he's like, I'm not smart enough to be on this show. And then he proceeded to drop three massive raunchy dick jokes <laughs> about his own cock. Wow. And it made everybody feel awkward. I dig that. Like the guy from BAT, like the major anchor guy from BET was like, <laughs> you know, he was all fucking... Tripped out and right. shit. It was great. There was a bro with huge cans from MSNBC. And she was like, eh, you know. <laughs> She's like, dicks. 
She's like, I, you know, I, 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 I'm a fucking embassy, embassy dude, chick. And I got huge cans. By the way, is that what she says? MSNBC is trying to get the ratings because they only hire female broads with huge cans. What is really? what is it that you see when you look at an anchor desk, Croc? When when there's a female there, what do I look at? You see from the waist up, right? Yeah, of course. Obviously, MSNBC is fucking you know promoting horse shit. So <laughs> promoting really is that what it is? Yeah, they, you know, they, no one ever agrees with whatever they're saying. Even the people that watch the fucking network and love it. Uh, but what they're trying to do is every female anchor that they they hire to broadcast on MSNBC. Right. Has to have huge cans and a nice face. That's all they are. Huge cans, nice face. I like where the head's at, though. Get rid of that fucking Oberman asshole. Get huge tits in there. That should be their new tagline. Yeah. No Oberman, huge tits. Before you know it, I'll be a fucking lefty. And I'll even jerk off left. I'm a righty, but I'll jerk off left. You're willing to try? Just to support the female anchors on MSNBC. Holy shit, I'm insane. I'm insane. Is anybody getting where I'm going here? No one. So, I don't even know where I'm going. See, but you're promoting MSNBC. I guess that's the way you know people should be. Uh, mm. You know, listening to uh, watching their yeah. television. Yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, the Oscars are great, and uh, that's not the big story of today, though. That's no. not the big story. Kieran running the Ragnar is. That's not the big story oh. either. We still have to talk about that. Yeah, that was a blast, dude. Arizona was great. Ragnar was great. My team members were great. All 12 of them did a fabulous job out there. Well, let's not get into it. Let's take a break and we'll come back and we'll talk about everything else we have to talk about, including Mr. Sheen. Yes. And, and his and his uh, verbal escapades. All right. Cool. We'll do that. More LunaticRadio.com show. By the way, in the new studio. Yeah. Back right after this. Tiny bubble. Hey. This is absent. It's 5 o'clock in the morning, and I'm sitting in a hot tub full of bubbles. And it's fucking awesome. Go fuck yourself. It's lunaticradio.com. If I had a show, would you watch? He's goddamn right. Oh my watch. God, would he be watching? I know. I, I know the slot. <laughs> I know the slot you're going on. We're going to eliminate Bob the. Uh, who's that Bob guy? Bob the Builder. Who's, who's the guy in A and E who dresses like Brett Michaels? Oh, and he, and John he, the Bounty Hunter. No, not that guy. <laughs> The uh, the, oh. the guy on A and E dresses like Brett Michaels. He has a brother, and he gets rid of rodents. Oh Who's that guy? What? Wait a minute. What? Why? Wait a minute. Where are you going with this? She's going to replace that show? Apparently, no one has seen a show other than me. Anyway, that show's, yeah, that show that show's got to go, and it's got to be replaced by Rachel. You could tell the private investigator. Oh, I like that, dude. Tell me, no one, everybody in the world would watch that. Everybody, I'd watch. I want to get on the horn to Annie hey, right now. I, I, I DVR my Jersey Shore episodes. Yeah. Great. Right after, like, the first 48, you got Rachel tell private investigator, right after that? God damn. Exactly. Yeah. That's the perfect placement for it. Yeah. And let's just catch all the scumbags. That's all I want you to do is catch the scumbags all day. That's what I, I know it could be it could be a little bit like John the Bounty Hunter meets like to catch a predator, which is the greatest show on television. To be honest with you, with you Rachel, you're a lot better to look at than Dog the Bounty You know, I understand Dog's got his hair and his his shirts he never buttons up, 
but uh, you know, we'd love to watch you do a show like that. I don't, I don't care. Are you trying to say she's attractive? It can be. It can be. It can be home based in Newark, New Jersey. I'd still watch the hell out of it. Okay. All right. Good to know. <laughs> I'm just uh, saying. You know. I'm just saying, Rachel. You're not bad to look at. That's all I'm saying. Aw, thanks. That made my day. Uh, I'm sure it did. <laughs> <laughs> well, Rachel, I I, re- I wish you all the best. Honestly, I, uh, since watching you on uh, Celebrity Rehab, uh, I'm actually a fan. I don't know. It's turn weird. the corner. You turn the corner. You turn, with it. You turn the corner. I. You know what? To be honest with you, as as a man, I you know I heard all the headlines and I watched all the headlines and whatever the hell the headlines were. You know what? I was just like, you know what? Everybody makes mistakes, whatever. They do their thing. Everybody has done their own thing. It's not a big deal. She, I'm sure she's a great person, and she's going to turn around and make uh, make the best of it. And that's what you have done. You're on your way, at least. I really appreciate it, and I appreciate that you that you watched, and I appreciate that uh, that I was able to, you know, touch you in whatever way. I don't think that sounds... <laughs> Hold on. Say that again. Can like, you say that like one more time? Did, but- <laughs> but no, I, I'm happy that um, that you feel like you got to know me a little bit more, so that that you are now a fan. That actually means a lot to me. So, yeah, is, is it odd to be a fan of yours? Is that weird? Is that, is that weird for me? Is it weird for you? <laughs> no, it's not weird for me. It's fine. I'm good. I'm good with it. I, you know, it was a pleasure talking to you. I appreciate yes. taking your time out of your day yes, to, thank you. to call this nonsensical radio show. We it do. was a plug. Absolutely. Celebrity. I'm, re- I'm so honored that you guys had me. So, so. Uh, Are you really? Yeah. Are you really? Come you on. Get offers. Be like, who was that? And why did I waste my time? Who the fuck are these guys? <laughs> That's what you're saying. You no, but right what now. radio station are we on? Can I ask? Can is anybody listening? It's actually, we actually, internet radio, so you're actually being heard worldwide right now. I can tell you there's one black oh. guy listening right now. Oh, amazing. <laughs> I'm sure he'd probably love you. All right. Hi, this is Carmela Bing, and you're listening to the Lunatic Radio Show. Hi, everybody. We're on Twitter. We sure are. Twitter.com slash Lunatic Radio. Lunatic Radio. You know what, Rock? I love that Twitter thing. Twat, did you say? Yes. Twitter.com slash Lunatic Radio. So if you want to know when the radio show is broadcasting. Or the Rocket Radio Hour. Twitter.com slash Lunatic Radio. Hey. What? Twitter.com slash Lunatic Radio. Lunatic Radio is the name of the show. It is. Twitter.com slash Lunatic Radio. See how convenient that is? See what we do for you? Practically nothing. Right. Twitter.com slash Lunatic Radio. Go check it out, fuckos. It's LunaticRadio.com. Comedy, beer, smut, talk. It's LunaticRadio.com. You can get the dick. Just call me the ball sack. I'm not Michael Vick in this bitch. Don't fall back. You must fuck your worms. You never seen such a sick puppy. Fuck it, a sick duck. I want my gut sick, mommy. What up, everybody? 
Lemonem for you. Joey Cadillac guy. Joey Cadillac guy. Go buy your Cadillacs in Detroit, motherfucker. Then get the fuck out of Dodge. That place sucks. <laughs> Word up, everybody. Kia Rock, I ain't able to broadcast live from New York. Email nice drop off there. Yeah, that wasn't even me. That, Put my laptop back up. You do this I always all do the time. I, I gotta, even labeled the mixer for you, and you still keep touching everything. I like to fade things out, though. Well, fade out just your channel. I do forget, though. I, you are right on that. Oh, come on. We're going to get professional at some point. We are trying. We're getting there. Jeez. Uh, yeah, a little Eminem for you. Kia Rock, broadcasting live from New York. Email us at showlunaticradio.com. Drunkle hotline, 206-202-Luna. That's 206 By the way, uh, uh, catch us up there on the uh, Facebook. We're on the Facebook. Oh, that's right. Facebook.com slash Lunatic Radio. And you can follow us on Twitter. Not many people follow us on the Twitter. Uh, I think actually everyone does. But occasionally. Sadly. <laughs> I know, sadly. Well, I think. Sadly, all our listeners. <laughs> We've exhausted all of our. <laughs> all our listenership. It's everybody. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah. So we're on the we're on the uh, Twitter there. So yeah. it's uh, Lunatic Radio. You can just find us there, right? Is that, right, yeah. Is that what it is? Yeah, just do Lunatic Radio in the search or Twitter. Sound like Rocket's Hog or something? No, no. That Rocket's Chop. Remember that one? We did. Oh, I want to look that up. Now. I think. By the way, we have the show Twitter, right? I think when I had my little jerk off Twitter thing for like a couple weeks, I think I had more followers on that than we do. <laughs> Oh, they took it down. Rockets chops. Yeah. I guess something bad happened. By the way, here's here's your stupid story of the fucking Ooh, week. Oh, I love these. Three men steal 725,000 condoms. What? According to the authorities. That's a lot of banging. Where do you think this happened, Rick? Where? What country do you think this happened? Oh, I was going to say Atlanta. <laughs> of course. Fucking whores down there. That beatnik. What is it called? Beatnik? They probably need 725,000 con- condoms for that, uh, you know, that kind of a spring break. You know, Wait, where did it happen? When they're doing the butt clap. Right. It's all about butt clapping and the fucking... Is it Beatnik? Sputnik? Google Beatnik to see right. what the fuck you get. Wait, wait, what uh, country did this happen in? I just um, assumed it was here. Uh, Malaysia? Is that a country or a fucking city? No, is that in Jersey? <laughs> where is that? It's off of Route 9. Is that a disease? Is that off the fucking Jersey Turnpike? Right after the fucking toll by Newark Airport? <laughs> <laughs> fucking shit towns over there. Beatnik uh, was a media stereotype from the 50s and 60s that displayed the more superficial aspects of the beat generation. Freaknik, that's what I'm thinking uh, of. Freaknik. Yeah, yeah, Google Freaknik. That's got to be Earl Freaknik. Oh, yeah. Now oh. we're getting into a tangent. Now we're going into the tangent because I just sort of threw five black girls in low fucking bikinis. Freaknik was an annual spring break meeting in Atlanta, Georgia. Of course primarily, it was. Primarily students from historically black colleges and universities. Way, the, the cops would call it loitering. <laughs> tomato, tomato, you know. <laughs> yeah, they called their spring break. The local authorities call it loitering. It began in 1982 as a small picnic near the Atlanta University Center. It was initially sponsored by the D.C. Metro Club and was typically held during the third weekend of April to coincide with the schools of Atlanta University Center's reading day. Really? They had a reading day? I'm not even going to go there. (laughs) 
Don't even. You're shitting. Don't even. The event increased in size and popularity in the 1990s with dancing, drinking, parties, a basketball tournament, rap sessions, and a film festival and a job fair. LOL on that last one. Atlantean's reception of the festival was mixed. Of course it was. In its heyday, the fest attracted upwards of 250,000 revelers of the city. Many residents attended and enjoyed Freaknik, and others complained about traffic congestion, lewd public behavior, open urination, <laughs> noise, and trash due to street parties. Uh, city leaders eventually took mention to curtail the Freaknik's accessibility, and hence its popularity. I uh, moved to Memorial Drive and the Copacabana. Uh, here's the uh, cultural influences, Rock. Oh, boy. This is noted on the Wikipedia page of Freaknik. Andre 3000 also refers to Freaknik in his song, A Life of the Day, the Benjamin Andre. Mm. I don't know. One of the cultural influences noted on the Wikipedia page for Freaknik. In 1996, Little Kim debuted her fucking newest single at the time, I'll Suck a Cock Any Day of the Week. I believe that was the name of it. I didn't read the line. I just saw that little. Is that a song? Is that just what she says? Yeah, that's what she did for like the first three albums. That's why everybody loved her. Right. It was just a different song if about sucking the, dick. If you bought the album, she sucked your dick. It was like a gangster suck, and then it was like a lovely suck, and I don't know. She's just you freak Nick. Thank God it only takes freak place Nick. in one fucking. I want to go to Freak Nick. <laughs> Sounds like a hoot. Yeah, I don't think we'd uh, fit in. Yeah. You might with the chops. Oh, that's right. I might do. Let me give you a little gangster cred. Yeah. If I went there, I'd be fucking raped. Yeah. I'd be passed around like a fucking I don't know, whatever. Things anyway, are passed around. According to uh, according to authorities in Malaysia, three men have been detained for stealing seven hundred twenty five thousand condoms. Oh, that's right. We were on this <laughs> seven hundred twenty thousand condoms. Chief of police. You want to guess his name? In uh, Malaysia, chief of police. Mr. Smith, Chief Smith. What is the uh, what is the Bob of what is the Bob equivalent name of people in, in Malaysia? Yeah. No. Sorry. I tried. Give it. Muhammad. Oh, Muhammad. I was going to say uh, Muhammad uh, Shirki. Says the heist looks like an inside job. Whack, whack. Uh, the men allegedly were employed by the company in which they were charged of uh, transporting the condoms from to the factory to the port. The condoms, which have been not, not been found so far, were supposed to go to Japan. The value of the missing 725,000 ultra thin, quote unquote, condoms. Uh, are estimated at a value of $1.5 million. Now, if you steal condoms, I mean, are, are those like a quick sell on the black market? I guess it is. I mean, look, everybody needs them. I mean, that's that's a given, so... It's just like, a, what the fuck? It's like stealing something that you can't sell, I think. Unless unless there's a fucking area jonesing for the ultra-thin fucking Malaysian condoms from that factory down the road. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't get it. Motherfuckers! Oh, there's your. What That's the- interesting, though, man. Like, I would have never looked at condoms as a commodity. Like, you know, apparently in Malaysia they are. I guess you need to. You gotta gotta get your Jimmy hats. You gotta get. You gotta. Yeah, you gotta get Jimmy hats. 
Wow, way to quote like a fucking 1994. <laughs> All about tribe quest, slang a nappy dugout. That's the fucking era. That's from that's the, <laughs> Jimmy Hats. You know what I love about when actually listeners show up, especially random ones, and I'm not trying to like isolate anybody because we're always welcoming new listeners in. By the way, all of our listeners are isolated. <laughs> <laughs> They're all isolated. So that way, yeah. that's but, why. That's why every time I, we pick up a listener, I call it a syndication contract. <laughs> but you know, you know. People understand that right now we're alive. We're doing the show, you know, for podcast listeners, obviously they don't understand. But right now we're live. We have a chat room so people can interact with us. And I just got a question asking me how to do a music show. And I don't know, play music in a microphone. Well, the problem, the main problem is, is that right now I'm live. So I can't sit there and just like, oh, let me, you know, Kieran, stop the show. Oh, it's like you're in the office. (laughs) Let me just explain how to do all this. Let me write up a little Word document. Like our show's a conference call. <laughs> you can take a break from the conference call to get to your voicemails. I'll just or something. put you on mute. Yeah. And I'll take line two. <laughs> Don't you want people understand that we're doing a radio show here? We're and I even get, said, do you understand we are live? And the person's like, yes. We're trying to get some content. I'm trying to get to my next beer. Fuck that shit. I need to explain how to do a music show. Which, by the way, we are not. But it's pretty obvious. Like, it's pretty simple. Get some music. Yeah. And you just hit stream. And play the music at some point. <laughs> you know, do your thing. Yeah, Go, I'm Matt. Here's my point. fucking music. Hit play. <laughs> Boom. Song done. Go, I'm Matt again. Here's the next song I'm going to play. Fucking interesting shit, right? Rinse, repeat. Just keep doing that I over and over again. I guarantee you, I have way more followers on Twitter than we do. Seriously, we just explained it now. <laughs> that is the magic of doing a music show. It's fucking Radio awful. chick, look out. Fucking awful. All right, Charlie Sheen's our fucking hero. Your boy! And we've been fucking talking about Charlie Sheen for the last uh, three weeks on this radio program. Uh, obviously, he's, you know, he's been in the news. Everybody knows what the fuck going on with Charlie Sheen. You know, he's out of his mind, right. right? And it all coincided with the big bender that he had with the the five uh, eight balls of fucking cocaine and the and porn stars he had in his uh. house, yada, yada, yada. Just another day for Mr. Sheen. Really just another day, you know, and then fucking TMZ and everybody got on his ass. Fucking being a, you know, an asshole makes fucking two point. Two million dollars an episode for doing uh, what was that show on CBS? Two and a half men, yeah. uh, and we all loved him. We we're like, wow, this guy can fucking hammer that role home on Two and a Half Men each and every week. And yet, on his off time, right. he can you know party like he's fucking nineteen years old. Like he parties harder than a nineteen year old. He really fucking parties yeah. hard. This guy's great, right? So you love that, man. You love watching an older man who's got a lot of cash, uh, you know, being youthful, pretty much. So, I, you know, I, it's intriguing. It's something It's something everybody's going to latch on to and go, what the fuck? You know, this is great. <laughs> uh, so, you know, everybody hammered him, whatever, whatever, and he went to rehab, which took place in his own house. Uh, it wasn't really rehab, because according to the latest interviews that he gave... Just today, that hit the airwaves today, right. that he fucking, he detests uh, uh, AA. Yeah. You know, it's like the program's horseshit. The guy that wrote the book, horseshit. It's a 5% success rate, while uh, Charlie Sheen's rehab is 
Yeah, according to Charlie Sheen. Yeah. Who, by the way, when he did the interview, looked like he was fucking on speed. Yeah. <laughs> Which is fine if he wants, that's what he wants to do. You know what I mean? But a Charlie says, according to Charlie, you know, he just woke up one day and was just like, you know what? I'm getting some bad press. I should stop doing the coke. And he stopped doing the coke. Right. He didn't need rehab. He just needed to go to the kitchen and get an orange juice. <laughs> really? That's the solution? <laughs> was his, well, you know, if I'm thinking about what his rehab entailed. Yeah. It was him waking up going, I grab an orange juice instead yeah. of a beer from right. the fucking fridge. That's Makes what sense. it was. Makes sense. I'm going to have a fucking protein bar instead of smoking that dube that's on the table. All right, here's Charlie Sheen. We got, he did an interview with all the major networks. Um, yeah, he has been fucking whoring it up with the media lately. He's been Good calling for, radio shows. Good for him. By the way, we probably get Charlie Sheen to call into the show first before we get Jim Brewer to call into the Did show. You realize we had Charlie Sheen? That'd be great. He'd probably call. He probably loves this show. Maybe he listens. He's probably one of the few. It's on his iPod. <laughs> he probably loves this fuck. I love fucking Charlie Sheen. I'll, I'll love the guy. Major League Three. We're all about it. We Major, told, we Major League. League. We are the biggest fans of Major League. Come I want to see that movie. I really do. Back to the Miners is shit. All right. Here's Charlie Sheen talking about, um, well, this is a, a short clip from the uh, Today Show interview he did uh, about, you know, what's been happening with Charlie Sheen. So let's uh, give a give a listen to this. I can't wait. We talked about everything, including his drug abuse, how he wants a raise, and his new plan for a comeback. Ever show up to the set drunk or how? Never once. Never once. You know, a little bit sideways, having not slept, but never, uh, never, never loaded, never drunk, nothing on the set. No, when I step between the lines, it's on. And I'm there to show others how it's done. It's not really rocket science again, you know? You're angry. Well, I'm not angry. I'm passionate. And it's like everybody thinks I should be, like, begging for my job back, and I'm just going to forewarn them that it's everybody else that's going to be begging me for their job back. I'm a man of my word, so I will finish the TV show. Uh, I'll even do season 10, but it's at this point because of psychological distress. Oh, my God. It's three million episode. Take it or leave it. So you want to you raise? Well, yeah. Look what they put me through. <laughs> How dare they? Dude. I love this guy. Now, what did Seinfeld make? At his peak. I know, it, I mean, it, inflation and yada, yada, yada. But right. what did Seinfeld make? I don't know if you can figure that out. I think we tried to do this before on the radio show, actually. Um, I don't mind repeating ourselves. It doesn't matter. But if you were to take what Jerry Seinfeld's salary was, because that was the number one rated show back in its time, um, in in, in kind of... Figure out what Jerry Seinfeld would make nowadays, current time. Would it be three million dollars an episode? Shit. Would it be three million dollars an episode? Well, Jerry Seinfeld's annual earnings from Seinfeld's ninety-eight season was two hundred sixty-seven million dollars. So do that per. So per episode. Uh, how do you do per episode? How many episodes are in a year? Thirteen. Thirteen, give or take. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's thirteen. That's a pretty good, solid number, right? Rock's doing a little math here, people. 20 mil, 20 and a half mil per ep. No way. That cannot be right. 267 million annually, 13 in a year. Well, that might that might be... Are oh, you saying two seasons in a year? I don't think so. No, that might be 267... Uh, he reportedly turned... Oh, wait. He report, uh, for 22 episodes, he turned down 5 million per episode for 22 episodes. Oh, so maybe there's more per ep. Maybe there was more in a so year. So he was going to make 5 million episode? Yeah. 
Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, All right, uh, you know what? Charlie Sheen's on a different fucking... He's not on Jerry Seinfeld's level. No. That's amazing. That's amazing. Mm. And what, when did that show go off? 1998 or something like that? Um, 2005? Late, late, late 90s. Late, yeah, was late, n- yeah. Uh, Seinfeld, 1998. So, oh, wow. All right, so Charlie's asking for three mil in 2011. Right. Mr. Sheen. Just a mere bag of shells, I would think. Mm-hmm. It's not bad. So you make two million an episode now. Roughly. That's that inclusive back end, yeah. And you want you want three million now. Well, because I'm underpaid right now, sure. You're underpaid. If you look at the money they're making, yeah, it's ridiculous. I'm tired of pretending like I'm not special. I'm tired of pretending like I'm not bitching a total freaking rock star from Mars and uh people can't figure me out. They can't process me. I don't expect them to. You can't process me with a normal brain. Love this guy. He's fucking the best. Is he not the best? He's just saying fuck you to CBS. Fuck he, you. Give me my money. He just. And I'm gonna do what I want. Yeah. He. Well, you know what? He's. This is what. This is the point he has. Because he's on a. He's on a sitcom, and really the people watch it. They're not watching it for Ducky. They're not watching it for the little kid, Ducky. They're watching it for Charlie Sheen. Is that a Hot Shots reference? But he's he's the marquee. He's the guy, right? Mm. I mean, no, marqueeism isn't in the room, in the chat room. No, he's the, he's the marquee. He's the guy people fucking watching that show for. So, yeah, you know, being put through this shit, even though he's fucking laced out and all fucking drugged up, yeah. uh, even though he says he's sober. Um, yeah, he's, he's, yeah, I think he's in the right here. He's like, fuck you. You, you, you threw me underneath the bus. I mean, I, you know, I have a right to bitch because on my downtime, I had a little bit of fun and all these fucking people fucking covered it. All these, uh, you know, ragtag news organizations covered it. I, I didn't ask them to come in and fucking cover my house when I had porn stars over. Yeah. You know, I think this guy has a point. He does. Even, even his fucking speeded out state. He has a fucking point. And this is, by the way, mm. this is the peak of Charlie Sheen's career. Is it? This is the peak. This is going to make him. This media frenzy is his peak, or no? This is his peak right here. Boom! Right today. now. Right now. Today right. is his peak. Really? Where it goes from here, I don't know. Do you mean Major League Three would not increase his value? I I think the idea of Major League Three is fucking hot as balls right now. And I'm, and I'm a guy out there with that fucking script in my hand and I own the rights. I'm fucking getting it to somebody who's, who's going to green light that shit for me. I'm putting Charlie in something. That's what I'm thinking. Right, because he's, he's hot. and He's hot. Yeah, he's yeah. fucking hot as balls. And people are going to want to... They want to see him on film next. They want to yeah. see what the hell he's going to do next. Are you, are you not like that? Are you not thinking that? No, no, I agree. I agree completely. Right now is it. And here's the other fucking opinion I have on Charlie Sheen. And I'm not like trying to be Howard Stern here because no one really gives a shit about what my opinion is. But uh, he is a man who is insane. Yet he can act normal. Have you noticed that? Because when he's, uh, you know, on his vacation time or his hiatus time, he is out of his mind. Right? Yeah. But yet when you see him... But that's arguable. But when when he's on set and you see him and he acts uh, his character in in, in the movie Two and a Half... uh, The show Two and a Half Men, Mm -hmm. whatever the hell the fuck name of the show is, he's fine. 
He looks like the Charlie Sheen we knew in the movie Wall Street and the movie Major League. And he makes that clear. He's Major like, League he, too. He respects his job. He showed yeah. up and he did it. He's a fun- no questions asked. He's a functioning, complete, uh, insane person. He, he he's not sane. He's not a sane person, but yet he can act sane. That's right. my point. That's what it seems like to me. Nah, God I, bless him. I, yeah. I mean, what the fuck. I mean, uh, here's the uh, second clip from uh, the Today Show. Now, this is long as shit. We can go through it as long as we want. Um, That's the magic about of the ten, show. Ten minutes. This is the full interview. Uh, let's let's take a listen. We'll see what the fuck we can do. We can skip through it. The first question America wants to know: Are you clean right now? Look at me, duh. Drug <laughs> test don't lie. When was the last time you did drugs? Duh. Don't remember? Don't care. Drug tests don't lie. Scoreboard doesn't lie. You say you've cured yourself yes. of addiction. You don't get Alcoholics Anonymous. How have you done that? I, I, I closed my eyes and, and, and made it so with the power of my mind. Had to unload uh, 22 years of fiction and uh, just decided that I don't believe that anymore. And I know my own truth. And I just that's what I stand on right now. What kind of fiction? The fiction of AA. Uh, it's a, it's a you know what the thing is? By a, uh, is it, what would make it completely legit because there's just a level of psycho to him mm. if he wasn't so arrogant he's very arrogant but if he wasn't so arrogant well, that comes with being he, he would completely have everybody or not everybody but the majority on his side but his arrogance even the way he answered you know like the whole duh it's funny as fuck but Ar- that arrogance just makes you seem like okay something's not quite right there the thing the thing that makes everybody like him is his ability to communicate, and that he is a—he's got a sense of humor about him. But he comes from a different level than—he comes from a different place than everybody that's watching him. Yeah, like your common folk. Because at the age of twenty, this motherfucker—the movie he was in—was the shit. Yeah. Wall Street was the shit. Yeah. It's my favorite movie of all time. Yeah, I mean, he, he was—I uh, don't know what he was up. I don't know if he was nominated or anything. But he was the shit at 20, and he's been like this ever since. The whole Heidi Fleiss thing, and then the hookers, the multiple marriages, the fucking... He's been a bad boy forever. He comes from a different... He, we, we can't relate to this guy. Yeah. We can just sit back and watch and enjoy him. You know, right. We're actually watching a documentary take place. I mean, it's not edited together in a nice little package, but we're watching it. Yeah. This is a documentary. Everything's unfolding, right? I hope somebody puts this. I hope somebody puts this shit together. The life of Charlie Sheen. That's the title. Put it together. I want to watch it from Wall Street time (laughs) until the end. Make that motherfucker six hours. I'll watch that shit on a Sunday afternoon. Here's uh, Charlie Sheen talking about um, AA. By a a broken down fool (laughs) who was a plagiarist. They think it's a one size fits all, but it didn't fit me, and I just got tired of. Subscribing to something with a 5% success rate. As, you, as, as a retired gambler, I need better odds than that, you know? Did you turn to alcohol and other substances because you were bored? No, I did, I did that because they work. <laughs> work to do what? I just, Whoever said, you know what? Who says that? Everybody thinks it subconsciously. Right. If you think about it now, Rog, I'm fucking... I don't know. I had three by, three beers. You know, this is working for me. Three beers is working for me. It's working. I never think that. 
It never is a subconscious thought. You know, you, you're just like, hey, I'll have three beers just to relax, but it's actually working for me right now. The beer is working for me. Fucking genius. He no? thinks outside the box. He thinks outside. That's what it is. He's got plenty of boxes at his fucking house, by the way. It's not crazy. It's genius. That's what it is. I think it's genius. It's fucking great. Change the way you see things. Change the way you feel. And yeah, when you're a little bit bored with the redundancy of certain aspects of your life, uh, I, yeah, I think that's why people do them. Did you and, feel out of control a, a month or two, um, or two ago? Do you feel yeah, more in control think, now? Uh, well, of course, yeah. But I don't know if I'd call it out of control. Just the choices I was making um, were not leading to the results that I wanted. God, wouldn't you want to be on like a booze cruise and like Cabo San Lucas with Charlie Sheen right now? I'd fucking love that. <laughs> he know how to party. Yeah, you know how many fucking blondes would be on that boat? He'd be a great activities director. <laughs> Absolutely. We'd be fucking on a booze cruise right now. What is it? Fucking 9.06 Eastern Time. We'd be on a booze cruise right now. And after the booze cruise is done, Rock, we'd be riding ATVs through the desert drunk. Peyote with the coyotes. Right. And then late night would be a fucking... We, he'd rent out a fucking entire resort complex. And every room would be full of fucking naked chicks. The guy's the best in the world. This guy's the greatest. He's the Babe Ruth of fucking cocksuckers. <laughs> I woke up and said, dude, you're 45 with five kids. Let's, let's do something different because this thing is boring. I got bored is what happened. Yeah. You've been to rehab before. This time you did in-home rehab. First of all, what is that? And why did it work, you think, this time for you? Well, we couldn't really call it rehab because we didn't have a license to operate one. So it was a crisis management center that we labeled the uh, Sober Valley Lodge. You labeled your house the Sober Valley Lodge? Well, yeah. That's what it became. So what happened? And, uh, we wouldn't allow AA to be a part of it. We wouldn't allow AA to contaminate Sober Valley Lodge. And as a result, it's, uh, it's only in its, its primary client uh, achieved radical success. <laughs> but even if Charlie Sheen is clean, damage has right. been done. Damage at the Plaza Hotel in New York. Sober Valley Lodge. You refer to his home as the Sober Valley Lodge. Let me try to get... Why fa- not? I'm going to fast forward to where we... That's okay. Hear recent comments from Charlie Sheen. I need the backstory from, you know, fucking anchor douche guy. Now listen to me. Until last month, Sheen was winning as the highest paid actor in TV. Are you insane? Making nearly $2 million an episode on the hit sitcom Two and a Half Men. CBS halted production demanding Charlie clean up his act. That's when Sheen went on a rampage on the radio. You sound like Thomas Jefferson. Well, I'm not Thomas Jefferson. He was a <laughs> um, no, but I, but, I, but I dare anyone to debate me on things. Debate me on AA right now. I have a disease, bull****, and I cured it with my brain, with my mind. I'm cured. I'm done. You've called into a lot of radio shows in the past couple of weeks, and we've all heard the tapes by now. Yes. Pretty passionate. Pretty passionate yeah, stuff. Some would say angry. Some would say yeah. spiraling. Oh. Passionate. I think my, my passion is misinterpreted as, as, as anger sometimes. And, um, and I don't think people are ready for the message that I'm delivering and delivering with, with, uh, with you know, a sense of violent love. But it soon turned to hatred aimed directly at the show's co-creator, Chuck Lorre. It's nothing inside of deplorable that a certain Haim Levine, yeah, that's Chuck's real name, uh, mistook this rock star for his own selfish exit strategy, bro. Last I checked, Haim, uh, I've spent, I think, 
close to the last decade, I don't know, effortlessly and magically converting your your tin cans into pure gold. Well, you've been warned, dude. Bring it. Well, you've been called an anti-Semite. I know. It's ridiculous. Yeah, this is Mark Bird. Mark Bird, my manager. Jeff Russell, my interviewer. I mean, no, I've never had that in my past. You can you can look as deep and as, as far as you want, and it's just not there because I'm not that guy. No, that's, that's, that's silliness. CBS didn't see the humor and canceled the entire rest of the season. You've told me you're at war with them now. Well, we're definitely at war, yeah. What's yeah. the war? Well, the war is that they're trying to destroy my family. And so um, I take uh, great umbrage with that. Um, and... Defeat is not an option. They picked a fight with a warlock. He's crazy, dude. I love him, man. But he does use those crazy, like, warlock, you know, uh... You know, what did he say in the first clip? But he's so confident. He's, he's like, like, you can't comprehend me with a human mind. Like, well, Charlie, you are human, though, though. And I'm human. So, yeah, I can. But he's, like, uber-human. Right, you're not. You're he's, not huber, he's human plus one. Like if Charles, if I fucking rolled in your backyard and you're floating, like and just floating over your pool or something, yeah, I can't comprehend that. But you're not. You're fucking sitting in your lounge chair, ready to do another fucking interview. Schneike's nailed it. And all I'm missing is him saying, "Why don't you?" on the phone. Yeah. <laughs> Even. No, Mr. Mel Gibson. Why don't you? How are they trying to destroy your family? They're trying to take all my money and leave me with no means to support my family. It's not rocket science, you know. How do you plan on winning that war? Uh, with with zeal and and focus. And Did you say seals? Zeal. What's zeal? Todd Zeal, former Mets first baseman. Oh, really? You shit me, huh? What is the guy work marriage? Some shit? Like the whole warlock thing, wizards and warlocks. Guy fucking batted. What was his best year? Fucking three hundred. Yeah. Fuck is Todd Zeal gonna do for you, Charlie Sheen? Get it. And violent hatred. You do you, you either love or you hate. You live in the middle. You get nothing. Didn't CBS have a right to shut your show down? They're reading about you partying at all hours of the night, taking drugs, abusing alcohol. It's their show. Epic, epic behavior. Um. No, because after reading about that, then they observe the guy hitting every mark, nailing every every line, every joke. What's your strategy? With a full house screaming. Ever miss a day of work? Um, not a day that cost anybody any money. I missed practice. We're talking about practice. To quote the great Alan Iverson. <laughs> well, right. See, now he lost people. When you use the word great and Alan Iverson in the same sentence, you know, just stop it. Yeah. When he's quoting a guy who can't put together a sentence. <laughs> oh, now we don't know that. Well, come on. Come on. Have you heard the Al- Alvin- Alan Iverson album? Oh, God. There is? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. That's a good one. That's scary. I think iTunes was like, no. fuck yourself on that one. <laughs> You're on your own, buddy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we don't need every album. Go find your own iTunes. That's what fucking... Is it to his album? Yeah, it's iTunes. T-O-O-N-S. Yeah, like Did Alan Iverson ever win a championship? I don't know. I don't think so. Yeah. So he's not that great, is he? Yeah, I guess not. There you go. Practice. 
Come on, guys. We're talking about practice. Charlie Sheen and Chuck Lorre haven't spoken since the shutdown, but in our interview, Sheen wanted to address Chuck directly. If Chuck Lorre is watching right now, yeah. I imagine he probably is. He should be. What do you want to say to him? That's the producer for, right? That's the producer for Two and a Half Men? Chuck yeah. Lorre? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds yeah. right. It's funny you'd ask. I actually have my questions right here. Because Chuck is the only man in the known universe who can answer these. And people are begging for an answer to these questions. Chuck, number one, why is it when I was ready to return to work, you told me there are no scripts ready to shoot? So obviously begs the second part of the question. Uh, what would we have shot had you not ordered the suits into my home to shut down my party? So you're saying he didn't write any scripts to even shoot a show? I'm, I can't speak for him. I'm just putting these out there because I think they're, they warrant an explanation. Clearly, he didn't bring gum for everyone. Okay, um, number two. Like why that. is it uh, you issued a decree informing me that the remaining eight shows of season eight had been reduced down to four? I don't recall getting a vote on this, by the way. Uh, stating as well that uh, season eight, our highest rated season to date, most shows are in decline by then and headed toward Will and Graceville, um, was suddenly to hot production. That was awesome. He's a fucking shit, this guy. He's a shit. Jeez. That was a funny line. That was a good line. He just does not give a fuck. And you got to appreciate that, man. He's no reason Whether, whether he's high or not. Whether he's fucking on speed, crack, smoking dubs, whatever, drunk. You got to appreciate a guy who, even on those substances, getting, because I don't believe he's sober whatsoever. Right. But you got to appreciate the balls he has to get on. To do a fucking interview with the Today Show or GMA or the Early Show or TMZ, he did a, he did a full forty two minute segment with TMZ. That's it's available on the TMZ website, yeah. completely unedited, uh, just with the the fat kid from TMZ, and they're in Charlie's backyard, and he Charlie's just talking. Yeah. He's just he doesn't give a shit, and he looks sober actually in the TMZ thing. He looked fine. Oh, he looked better in that one. He looked fine. Yeah, because yeah. on the uh, NBC one, he's a little uh, well. That's what he was actually stringy. Say- that's what he was saying in the, in in the TMZ interview. He's like, yeah, they put me in black light. They make me look like shit. So mm. the you know the viewer gets an image of me like I'm in a dark state. That's interesting. Yeah, uh, they actually even pointed that out. That's interesting. Oh, he's fucking. He's been in the game for a while. A smart guy. Yeah, smart guy. Two weeks earlier than scheduled. You're the only man that can answer this. Just kind of remind these people. Um, number three. When you were told that the crew would suffer gravely as a result of your dictatorial laziness, <laughs> would you please explain what you meant by your statement, quote, they are not my problem, Ooh. end quote. I'm sure there's I like 120 this. some odd people that would love to hear the answer to that. Like that. Then Sheen pulled out the Alcoholics Anonymous handbook and took another swipe at Lori and AA. Right out of here, Chuck. So if this is, in fact, your handbook for living, I direct your attention to page 417. <laughs> you know what's coming. And acceptance is the answer to all my problems today. When I am disturbed, it is because I find some person place, thing, or situation, some fact of my life unacceptable to me. And I can find no serenity until I accept that person, place, thing, or situation as being exactly the way it is supposed to be at this moment. Accept me, Chuck. 
Charlie Sheen seems confident he'll stay sober without the written guidelines of AA. But it's never come easy. Not for him. A lot of your fans have been worried about you. Worried oh, about your health? Worry all they are you, want, but are you going to OD? Are you going to die? That's for amateurs. Come on. No, I'm fine. I've always had a plan. I've always executed it perfectly. Sometimes I overshoot the mark, whatever. How do you avoid slipping back into that again? I don't know. I just won't do it. I mean, that's... I, I will not believe that if I do something, then I have to follow a certain path because it was written, and it was written for normal people, people that aren't special, people that don't have tiger blood and, you know, Adonis DNA. Strong people have relapsed. See, that's where you, that's where Adonis that's, DNA. I don't say that's where people lose it. Do you have Adonis DNA, Karen? I don't. I don't know what the fuck that DNA I got. I don't think I have DNA. <laughs> like FNA. What's FNA? Do you got more like TNA? Oh, no, actually, I don't have that either. <laughs> You're doing jokes. I'm trying. <laughs> trying to find some sort of acronym. <laughs> Rock's just I got a hammer and nail. I'm trying to build the joke. <laughs> He's trying. Just... You got F and A. You got D and A. You got A and A. Go through all the fucking alphabet. I'll get something funny in there. <laughs> You're just gonna throw some letters together. Uh, yeah, but that's what people lose. You know, they're just like. All right, all right, Don is fucking DNA. All right, I'm relaxed, dude. We get it. You live in a mansion. You make fucking, you make fucking two point two million dollars for filming something that's twenty two minutes long. <laughs> Come on, Imagine dude. That. We do this for three hours, and yeah, we get uh, just donations. Shit. Yeah, I mean, dude. Yeah, relax with the fucking egoness. We lose, you know. You, that's where you lose him. If he was humble, but he's about saying it. he's he's worth it. That's what he's saying. He is worth it, and he's not getting his. No, 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 no. no. That's the, that's the thing. No one is. No one is worth that. You're saying that. Well, yeah. No, you one would is. argue that, and he would say, "Look at my IMDb." Yeah, but he's got to understand that when because he's worth that right now. Mm. That was a gift way back in the day that built up to where he thinks he's worth it. You know what I mean? Mm-mm. Like back in the day, he was a nobody, right? Okay. Somebody gave him an opportunity before Wall Street. Well, uh, yeah, well, even or or at Wall Street. Okay. Somebody gave him the opportunity. Somebody took a chance on him. Yeah. If you want to use Wall Street, uh, Oliver Stone took a chance on him. Okay. Gave him the thing Wall Street. Sure. Turned out to be a great success, right? Right. So now he's established. Right. He's shown his worth. Boom. Hot shots part do fucking just escalated it. Right. So Next he. Level. He, from that point, was lucky, and it, he, he took advantage of it. Right, right. So he's not really, in essence, worth it because he got lucky. He won. He won the lottery. He won the lottery. That's why you need to be humble when you're fucking making twenty fucking uh, two million dollars an episode. So you're but, saying he should just take the two million and shut up? Well, he just shouldn't be as cocky as he is. Because he's not any bit any better better than you or I right. or anybody listening to this radio program, he's not. Well, that's what I was saying before. Like his without that opportunity, is what he's people without that opportunity back in the day, whenever yeah. the fuck it took place, uh, he's no no better than anybody here. Mm. It goes with all these fucking celebrities. I mean, yeah, they all have you know there's a lot of them that have great talent and they can do things that we can't, <clears throat> but. It's still based on luck. There's many people out there fucking jerking their goons to internet porn that have crazy talent. Yeah. I'm not saying me. I'm just saying, you know, there are great, there are many of people out here who could be on that screen entertaining the bulls out of us. 
You know, it's all fucking just luck, dude. It's having talent and being lucky. But should he? Be, but, but, no one should ever be cocky about it. That's what I'm saying. No one should ever be cocky about like Kanye West should never be cocky about what the fuck he does. Never, because he knows at some point he got lucky. He won the lottery. But then how can he you just capitalized on? But it. there's got to be a line of where it's being cocky, but at the same time getting what you feel you're worth. He's saying he's worth more. Yeah, well, he's not. He should realize that. He should be fucking thankful for what he's getting. Dude, literally. Okay. Because it's in the millions? Yeah, but that studio mm. gave him the for him, the forum, mm. to fucking have that show. But now that studio doesn't have that show. And he's not making that cash. So be thankful that you're making that cash and that studio put all their money into it. Yes, they're making a boatload more than you are, but they gave you that job and they created the fucking set. They, they put it out to distributors. They, they did everything. Right. So, I mean, you, in essence, you really don't deserve a dime. You should be thankful for what you're fucking getting. It's all luck. It's, it's I, all, you know what it is? I guess I'm trying to equate it to somebody co- who's making minimum wage. This way. And like, do you fight to get more? Think of it this way. An actor that has a 20 fucking year career and is making multiple fucking films or TV shows, yada, yada. They're winning. They're literally winning the lottery over and over and over and over and over again. Right. None of them really earn that. Okay. Here's a question. I don't think. Well, here's the thing. Okay. That's my opinion. Here's a hypothetical. They're talented and they just get a great opportunity. Let's say they went to Charlie and said, listen, we can only give you a mil and a half this year. Yeah, I don't think he... I don't know. Then does he have a right to argue? You know, I don't know. I I, I mean, we you know, we're saying the millions because you and I looking at millions is like, whoa, fucking astronomical numbers we'll never see. But I don't know. We're not in the entertainment world. I, I, you know, I don't know. It's, but I'm saying, like, what if, what if somebody were to I've, argue for more money if they make, you know, fifty thousand and they want to make sixty thousand a year? I think that comes down to the the mentality of the person. Like, if if Charlie thinks he's fucking worth, you know, more, he's gonna fucking argue for more. But I mean, I mean, my mentality would be, holy shit, I got a great job. I mean, this is the job of a lifetime. Right. I'm on a sitcom. Making two million to fucking yeah. I mean, crack I, jokes. I think I'm pretty. Um, I think I'm pretty good here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not going to make this anywhere else. Right. So yeah, I could get that. I get. You that. know what I mean? Yeah. But he's, you know, but but then again, maybe guys with my mentality are not as successful as guys with his mentality. We're just different people. You know what I mean? I'd be thankful for what I got. And I guess people, I mean, listening to the show would be like, all right, this motherfucker will be subservient to fucking the corporate, you know, structure, man, or whatever. But a fucking A, they afforded me that opportunity. They gave me that opportunity. Mm. You got to realize that. CBS gave him that opportunity. You should just take it wasn't it like, shut up. well, I don't know for exact, but I can't imagine Charlie Sheen went into the fucking an office back in the day and was like, I got this script, Two and a Half Men. I wrote it in my fucking porn shelter. Uh, yeah, I think it's going to be great. I don't think fucking this show was created based off the fact of Charlie Sheen championing it. If that's the case, it's a different story. But I don't, I don't, 
I don't think that was the case. I think that, you know, CBS was like, we need somebody to fucking be in this. And Charlie saw the opportunity from his agent and gave it a shot and he got it. Mm-hmm. So he's, you know, everything he, all the money he's making and all the, you know, it's all a gift. Yeah, yeah. Because he's really not, I mean, he's not fucking busting his ass, dude. No, fucking, like you said, it's a 22 minute show. Yeah. 22 minutes. What do you do, a retake every once in a while? Big fucking deal. Let's get to the more important topic with Charlie Sheen, the wedge. That's what he referred to as his two women. <laughs> Fuck. Are there pictures of that? I'd love to get to a point in my life when I can refer to the girls I tri- uh, dig as the wedge. <laughs> Those are like his like his women, like his like wives. Mm. Wait, can you, are there wait, pictures of them? Can, well, one of them's a famous porn star. Oh, she's like she's one of them? She's one of them. What's her name? Can somebody do that in the chat room? I forget her name. I saw her at the expo not too long ago. Here's the rest of the Charlie Sheen audio as Rocket looks that up. People have started using again. How do you avoid that? Fools. Trolls. Weak. Defeated. They allowed defeat to be an option. I will not. I'm not, saying, I'm not saying, you know, uh, I'm not saying I'll never have a glass of champagne again or a glass of wine because those are, you know, things that you celebrate with. Um, I'm no interest in cocaine. What's next for you? How do you convince a producer of a movie, of a TV show in this town to take you back on their set after basically being let go from the sitcom on CBS? Well, I mean, first of all, um, come Wednesday morning, they're going to rename it uh, Charlie Brothers and not Warner Brothers. <laughs> Duh. Winning. Um, and it's not convincing <laughs> anybody. It's like, guys, IMDb right there, 62 movies. Um, and wow, he Googles himself a lot. I want Best Picture at 20. I wasn't even trying. It wasn't even warm. Um, I've got Roman Coppola with a brilliant script. I've got uh, David Ward with Major League Three. I've got Nick Cassavetes with God is a Bullet. I mean, it's like the list goes on. And you have offers. Well, yeah, and they're like so excited that I might be available because I haven't been for eight years. Well, there you go. There's the Charlie Sheen story in a nutshell, his opinions and his, uh, his look on life. He doesn't need the two and a half men, everybody. Doesn't he Major League 3? Major League 3 would be a fucking bonus. I'd love to fucking see that movie. I, I don't give a shit. I mean, it's not going to have Euchre in it. You know Euchre is not going to be in no, it. No, there's no way. But, uh, you know, Charlie Sheen would be, be in it some, at some point, or he'd be producer or some shit. And uh, we'd all watch it and be fucking excited because Major League 1 was the fucking shit. The first Major League was the shit. It was the funniest fucking movie it got serious at the end. We're all rooting for the fucking Cleveland Indians to win the fucking pennant. Serrano hit the bomb. You know? Fucking Jake Taylor hit the fucking the fake bunt. He pointed to the fence like he wanted to hit home run, but then he fucking bunted and fucking Willie Mays Hayes scored from second. Did he score from second? He scored from so. second. How do you not fucking root for that shit? I just remember Dorn take, taking one for the team. <laughs> Dorn took one for the team. Awesome shit. What a great fucking squad that was. <laughs> the fucking movie. Jackass. All right, we'll take our second break. We'll come back. Rock's going to look up. Uh... Rock is still trying to find I'm the chick. trying chicks. to find the graphic designer chick at least. At least one of them. I think that's... Find the porn star. That would be easier. All right, we'll take a break. Come back. More lunaticradio.com. Show right to this. Lunaticradio.com. My brother would bang her. It's 
I really have a pretty small wiener and it's super crooked from jacking off so much and and, uh, and I, I come so fast it's utterly ridiculous um, I don't know and, uh, what, Steve what's your go to what's your go to porn like what's like the guaranteed well, what's my my, 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 uh, my main squeeze is Spankwire.com. Spankwire. Spankwire? No shit. I used to go there. Yeah. You know what's fucked up? And I, I get, I, I get I skeeved not- out. Here's the thing. I don't know if this, this happens with you. But, like, I'll, I, sometimes I'll come into the studio and I'll mention to The Rock that I've watched a certain porno. And he'll go watch it, like, the same clip. And now that ruins the clip for me. Like, I can't watch the same porn that he watches. So now that I know that you're going to Spankwire, I'm going to go somewhere else. <laughs> Yeah, I gotta go somewhere else because now that I know that you're probably watching the same clips I'm watching, it kind of ruins it for me. Because I really like to throw myself yeah. into the porno and feel like I'm there. Facebook.com slash Lunatic Radio. Look, Rock, you speak over me when we're doing the promo. I realize we were doing it. I really, I actually believe you. Are you saying Facebook.com slash Lunatic Radio for everything Lunatic Radio that I want on Facebook? Yeah. Whoa. Updates on shows. Updates on shows. And, and new stuff. And new stuff. And when Rock wants to tell you he's blowing a load, he'll tell you about it on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Lunatic Radio? That's right. Wow. Yes. Sign me up today. Whippy! For a limited time only, you can also receive... Uh, jizz in the face? Facebook.com slash Lunatic Radio. And now back to the LunaticRadio.com show. We suck.
up, everybody? LunaticRadio.com show. Q-Rock hanging out with you. Mila Kunis looked great at the Oscars last night. I don't I, I'm not really feeling her. I dig me uh, some Mila Kunis. What is her, like, uh, background, like, What's her, her nationality? I mean, I know she's American, but like, you know, what is like her ethnicity? I don't know. All cuts off at is that '70s show. That's all I know. That's all I know. Her shows, like, what is she like? I don't know. Is she what Italian? Is she, what, what is a Kunis? What is a Kunis? <laughs> there's a joke there. Somewhere. I'm still sure. Yeah, I know there's plenty of jokes. Probably. Uh, I don't know what a Kunis is, but uh, I really want to know. She's great, man. Really, you're into her. She made that movie Black Swan. If she wasn't in it, I wouldn't be fucking watching it. Really, Natalie Portman? Yeah, you're not a Natalie Portman. No, Natalie's not like sexy to me. I don't understand. Ukrainian. Yeah, Andrew got it. Ukrainian. Yeah, it's fucking Ukrainian. She man. was born in '83. How about that for perspective? It's a little too old for me. <laughs> Love it. Love it. You know, it's so much funnier now that you just go with it. By the way, Andrew from uh, the GFQ network got that one. Of course, he knows that shit. Yeah, apparently he's <laughs> in the chat room. He's just he just he's on the internet all day, just looking at women and shit. We learned a lot about him last week, boy. Uh, I'm trying to find out who's the porn star that uh, Charlie Sheen is banging. Why can't we think of her name? I can't think of it. Well, I, I she's guess a blonde. I mean, there are a dime a dozen these porn stars. We know that. Well, there's this Natalie Keenly chick that I came across. That's not one her. One of Charlie Sheen's women. Is this the graphic no, designer? I'm, I'm talking about the one. Yeah, this is the graphic designer broad. This is the other one. This was the more difficult one. I was watching out. the TMZ video. I saw two blondes. Uh, Natalie, who has recently dyed her hair blonde, is a 24-year-old graphic designer and a former cheerleader for Sherman Oaks High School. There it is. Brie Olsen. And Brie, Brie Olsen? No. Yeah, Brie Olsen is the one. That, no that was way. the name I was It is Brie. He's with Brie? Rock, do a little triple X bunker on Brie Olsen. What? Triple X bunkers. They, yeah, dude. If you go there, you'll never go I back. I have no idea. You'll never is. go to another porn site. I know what Brie Olsen is. Hey, give me some Brie Olsen in action because I've actually never seen Brie Olsen in action. I want to see that. I want audio. Wait a second. I, I don't believe it. it's Brie Olsen. It's Brie Olsen. He parties with her for four. Oh, we got a call coming in. Caller, you're on the air. Hello. Caller, you're on the air. Welcome to the LunaticRadio.com show. Caller, feel, going once. Feel free to speak. Going twice. Caller. No, nope, they hung up. All right. That's too bad. We're all hooked up though, right? Yeah, we just tried it. There's uh, Bree right there. Give me some Bree in action, dude. Come on, you can do it. She's all over the I fucking... I don't believe it's Brie Olsen. It is Brie Olsen. I know for a fact it's Brie Olsen. Yeah, let's try this again. Let's see if this works. Hello? Caller, you're on the air. Anything? Caller? Caller? Make sure the sound's up. We tried it, though, before, right? Yeah, I'm here. I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for them. Uh, Brie Olsen is the porn star, I'm telling you. That's the one that's living in his house right now and uh, is having fun with Charlie Sheen and his goddess, who is the other blonde, which for which we don't know what she does. We don't know. Apparently, she just lives at Charlie's house and that's it. Did you say XXX Bunker? Yep, that's it right there. That's crazy. Here's, here's a little Brie Olsen video for us. Filed, yeah. Now... 
Well, you just fast forward oh, to the ice. action rock. There we go. She's sucking balls. And now she's sucking more balls. And now she's riding. That's Brie Olsen? She's fucking kind of hot. Jesus Christ, it's like a pipe. Pipe? That guy's got a pipe. Look at that. I'm trying to look at Brie, but the fucking hammer gets in the way. Yeah, I can, I, I can understand why Charlie's uh, forking over some cash for this bread. Wow. Good for you, Bree. On a desk riding a dude. She could bat fourth in my lineup, I'm thinking. She can she be a cleanup hitter. Get it. You're fucking getting laid. Let's see what happens later in the cliff. <laughs> I don't change I'm thinking money shot rock. I don't think this is a much of a. <laughs> there she is, lying on her back on an IKEA desk, <laughs> and she's about to take some jizz. To I'm thinking, what are you going with this one? You going titties or face on this one? Face. She's a facial. Face or fast forward. And this is the cliff notes of porn. Survey says. Yep, she took one to the face. Oh, okay, that's enough out of you. Uh, you got work to do. You got to fuck out of here. Right. That's exactly we, we what she it. does at Charlie's house, by the way. That's probably doing that same thing right now. Oh, God. Well, you young girls, porn's the way to go. There you go. That's not true. Don't say that. No, it's not the way to go. It's the exact opposite of what you said. Not the way to go. Unbelievable. I hope, our, I hope this Skype's okay. We tried it though. Okay, let's see if we try this. Hello, Call, you're on the air. All right, this is like another number, so it's. I don't know how it could be us because we just tried it. Yeah. Right. You can't imagine there's anything wrong with it. All right. My channel's up, right? You yeah, know? channel's up. Everything's working. That's too bad. That's too bad. I don't know what could be wrong with it. <laughs> Brie Olson. I was trying to figure out the Brie Olson, the uh, the name of Brie Olson, via text message, just via my uh, my contacts in my BlackBerry, and apparently they just they're all just calling her turds. Apparently, what? Apparently, Charlie referenced nice. the broads that he hangs out with as turds. Dude, I don't know. See, that's not cool. that's according to the people in my BlackBerry. So I don't know if that's CNN worthy or not. <laughs> I don't think Wolf Blitzer is fucking coming out of that fucking statement. But, uh... Oh, dude, can we play? We have to do this. Hello? Call, you're on the air. Hey, what's going on, guys? Oh, there it is, finally. I fixed it. Andrew, how are you? What did you do? What happened to the phone? Oh, Andrew wants to know. Oh, we're gonna t- we have a tech segment now. Uh, I had it on the wrong. S- I had it- I had it on the wrong speakers. I had it on. Uh, I was supposed to. I had to switch the speakers. That's excellent. No, this, this Charlie Sheen stuff uh, is amazing. It's 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 incredible. I I I mean, there's there's no other words to describe it other than incredible and amazing. How could any man not want to be him? No, I I, I honestly. Uh, 
thoroughly agree. Well, here's a question. Actually, Andrew, this is a good question for you. Could could you, because we've talked about this on the show ad nauseum, uh, have a legitimate relationship with a porn star? Could you do it? Uh, like, like what? Like friends or like banging them? No, no, like a legitimate relationship, like girlfriend, wife with a porn star. I don't know. Like I was thinking that too the other day. I don't, I don't know why, like randomly came to me. Like I was thinking if, if let's say like Sasha Gray mm-hmm. came over and was like, Hey, listen, I like you. I want to go out with you. Could I go out with Sasha Gray? I don't know. It depends, like, I guess, like, how big of a star they are, right? Like, then you might consider it even more. Like, a Jenna Jameson type, you might be able to, but someone that's on, like, the low end of the porn spectrum, probably not. Well, break it down simple. Let's say she came back from quote-unquote work, and she fucking got deep dick by Lex Steele. Could you be like, hey, baby, let's let's go at it tonight? Could you do that? Dude, the answer is no. Well, maybe he could. Probably not. No, no probably you not. cannot. There's no possible. So what is Charlie no. Sheen doing with her? What is Charlie Sheen doing with Brie Olson? Yeah, it's not a relationship. Them, right? Like somebody, somebody's with porn stars. Yeah, but it's not. It's not the. It's not the relationship you like. Like say Rock has with his chick, or any other normal guy has with a girl, because they're not going out and fucking other guys for a living. It doesn't. It doesn't add up. It doesn't make sense. It, it just does not work. There's an emotional disconnection there between a girl. And I understand. I've seen all the fucking porn documentaries about how life is different. And I can date. You know, my my husband bangs other chicks, and I go out and bang other guys for my job. I get it, right? And you're all good with it. You, you gloss it up for the camera. It's not. You don't have that emotional connection that you have. A porn star has with the porn star guy or, 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 you know, whatever. Whoever does porn for a living, they do not have that emotional connection that, mm. say, a, guy, a normal guy like Rock has with his chick. Mm. He just does not have it. They think they might, but they don't. They just don't. How about an escort? An escort. Well, then you paint. It's like ordering a pizza. <laughs> <laughs> Extra anchovies. <laughs> you, you dig the pizza for a little while until you get full, and then you fucking get out of here. <laughs> So he's just. He's I don't just, know. He's it's just a using. crazy thing, right, to think about that because I don't know. What do you talk to them about? That's what I want to know. Like, what do you talk to a porn girl? Like, yeah. not even like a porn star, but like your your chick is banging dudes. Like, they come home. Like, what do you talk about? The weather. Exactly. Exactly, dude. There's not. There's a. There's got to be a a, a a a something there that just does not connect. It does not connect. You don't have that deep emotional connection with them that you would have. In a normal relationship, when you're not fucking going out and, and showing your pussy to fucking 10 million people or, or your cock to 10 million people, you know, they can Google you on fucking uh, on Google. They type your name in Google and see your pussy within seconds. So he's just banging her. He's just banging her to bang her. Yeah, it's just it's just a it's just a fun thing that's happening and it's going to eventually go away. What's amazing to me about Charlie Sheen is how. He took his his ex wife Brooke Mueller, Brie Olson, and the girlfriend all to vacation. Yeah, that's a hand of authority right there. That is that is that is a massive power play. Well, here, here's like, what the question: What is wrong with the ex wife that the ex wife is going out and like playing around with them? You know, like they're all fucked up. That that's a question I cannot money. That that's a question I cannot answer. I, I have no idea. It's got a lot of he's got a lot of cake. So he's just fucking... Uh, I mean, th- th- yeah. that... But even the first time, right? Like, even the first, like, incident that happened with, uh, what was it, uh, Capri Anderson? 
he was with dinner. He went to dinner with Capri Anderson, a group of friends, Denise Richards, his ex-wife. Right. And, like, right, the kids. Right. Yeah. He's got a bizarre life, dude. He's got a bizarre life, but he does not have... You can't tell me that he has, like, a deep emotional connection. And those girls that are living at his house right now have a deep emotional marriage-type relationship connection with him. They do not. That just does not happen. I mean, they, those chicks are there because he's got a ton of cash and he's in the spotlight right now at this moment. I don't know. Wouldn't you go for some, like, low-key chick, though? Well, well, I mean, look at low-key. Charlie Sheen is, not, is, is nowhere near low-key. Yeah, the guy hasn't been no, low-key no, no. like, since I'm he saying, was 19. You're, 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 you know, you're Charlie Sheen, and you're looking to bang and hook up with all these girls. Like, you got, like, a 19-year-old girl that's super hot, working in, like, Hooters, and that's it. Right. I, I, I guess I, I can see where you're coming from. Yeah, why why, why would he go with this high-profile? Why the porn star? Well, no, I think I think that's, that's a part of his personality. He needs to be with somebody who... Is in the spotlight as well because he's that's somebody who can relate to. You know what I mean? Do you think they're actually fucking? Yeah, I think they are. I think he's probably fucking them right now. Right now? Yeah. Wow. I mean, I mean, the, if you heard the 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 stories from the last bender he had, mm. like at the end of the night, they he brought him into his theater in his house, and they're all they're just watching porn. And the girls God. were going, oh, yeah, I know that guy. That is so weird, man. Oh, I Just know how they weird. shot this. They were like, they were doing Siskel and Ebert on the porn fucking movie <laughs> they were watching. It's retarded. It's a, it's, it, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a life that none of us as you know, normal well, Andrew everyday, might be able to pull that off. Maybe. You know, he's, he's, got, he's got the power. But it's something we, none of us can relate to. None of us can relate to this fucking horse shit. I just want to be like him. I don't care. <laughs> Whatever it takes. Yeah, no, it's it's a it's a fantasy life that we all love to watch. Amazing. What do you got going on, sir? Nothing. Uh, my wife is at some sleep study because I told you how like she sleepwalks and like yells at me in her sleep. Right. Yeah. She uh, she went to a sleep study and uh, she has to stay over there. So so this is yet another night in which you two are not spending time together. Uh, apart. Yeah, another <laughs> night we're apart. <laughs> Not too long before you have two low-level porn stars hanging out. Oh, geez, come on, don't say so that. Happy. She was so happy she has a sleep study. She goes, oh, yeah, it's great. I have a sleep study. Why? How is that? I don't get it. What? What? Why is that? Oh, it's great that she can be away from Andrew. For- oh. Yeah, because she wants to get away from me. Oh, that's not good. Him and his gigawatts. His gigawatts. <laughs> 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 All right, Andrew. Good stuff. All right, man. guys. All right. Thanks Probably for calling in, buddy. Yep. There he goes, Andrew from the GFQ Network. You got to play that audio that uh, Miss High Times sent us on our Facebook. If you go to the Facebook, Rock, she sent us audio on High Times. No, she sent us audio. Miss High Times sent us audio on our Facebook. It's a YouTube clip of two guys discussing uh, what they need in abroad. <laughs> it's fucking classic. It's really good. Yeah, pipe that shit up, man. Those people hear it. What what is the title of it? Can you go to the YouTube page to see the title? Still loading. Here we see. 
What men really want. What do I look for in a girl? I need a bitch with low self-esteem. I don't want a bitch with all kind of empowerment and wanting to vote breast cancer awareness as bitch. I don't want that. She got to have two things. Ass and titties. Ass and titties. She got ass and titties. You ain't got no ass. We can't really get it popping. We can't talk. We can't really get to know each other. I don't even want to know your name. Did these guys go to Freaknik? Uh, they might. They might go to Atlanta Freaknik. Obviously, two African-American gentlemen just doing some, uh, I don't know, what would you call it, Rock? Some banter? Some banter about what they need in a woman. Okay. Fair enough. It's a fair question. Yeah. It goes on for three and a half minutes. How many guys see a cute girl and look at it and the first thought that comes to his mind is, you know what? She probably got a great personality. I would love to get to know her. In a perfect world, maybe. But in real life, I'm trying to figure out why you still got your clothes on. Yeah, I understand. We just met. But, you know. So... <laughs> I need a female that when I come, she got to take care of that. Can't have no bitch spitting it back at me, getting on my clothes and, my, you know, getting on my shoes, fucking up my sheets, because I don't want to see it. And if I don't want to see it, it has to go somewhere. It's definitely not going to go on nothing that I own. Education. I don't want a bitch that reads. I want a Beyonce catered to you type of chick. <laughs> I don't want no fucking hate single ladies. Put a ring on it, a ring finger on the end. I don't want to see that shit. Nobody won't marry you. I need a girl that has been through all kind of hell. She's been shot at and stabbed before because she's going to have more appreciation for life. I usually uh, don't mess with educated girls because educated girls feel like they entitled to an opinion. And opinionated girls talk back. I ain't asked you shit. I ain't asked you shit. But yet, you still feel the need to tell me your thoughts in the way that you feel about the situation. <laughs> Who the fuck are you? Who the fuck are you? I need a girl that's not going to be afraid to follow me. Say we in church. I need a girl that's going to reach and grab my shit. We could close the Bibles up and go out to the parking and get it popping. Honestly, the only thing that you really have Here to know... Talking? Is how to get to my mother house. Nine times out of ten, that's that's where I'm gonna be when you pick me up. So if you're smart enough to do that, you know, we good. I don't know why um, Marcus is saying this, but he said uh, I need to go wash this black off my body right quick. <laughs> I don't know why he's saying that. Is that in the chat room? Yeah, I don't know why he's saying that. I need a bitch that's gonna cook. I definitely ain't taking you no fucking restaurant. I ain't taking. I ain't even taking no fucking fast food. Fast food shit adds up. Fucking super sizes and McFlurries and shit. The thing that I really need most of all, a girl that understands me and my struggles. You understand what I'm saying? No, I don't. She understands that I'm gonna do man. Why do? Why do? Why do some guys always say that? You know what I'm saying? What is that? Because they don't know what they're saying. <laughs> They're hoping you uh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Because you know I have saying? no idea what I'm saying. <laughs> I hate that. Like, that is the weirdest crutch to have. It is sucky crutch. It's like, you know. It's a long crutch. You know what I'm saying? No. Okay, because I don't know what I'm saying either. That's basically like saying, what did I say? <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. What did I say? When, when you hear somebody so say. So So I, I went to the deli the other day. What did I just say? <laughs> And uh, I got myself a sandwich. What did I just say? Right. If you replace that, do you know what I'm saying? And right. I really wanted something, you know, really big. What did I just say? 
Right. Like, it doesn't make sense. Right. If you replace whatever, you know what I'm saying? Oh, I don't know. What did I just say with, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's exactly what they mean. It's disturbing. Mm. What did I just say? Shit. If my dick is like too much to the right in my pants, she lets me be a man, lets me grab my shit and straighten it. You knew that I wasn't shit when you got with me. So don't, you know, try to throw that in my face once we get into an argument because I'm just going to look at you like, but you the one that's with me. So you, what would that make you, bitch? Don't ask me fucking difficult ass questions. Shit like, how do you think this relationship is going? I don't give a fuck. I really don't. If you're going to ask me that, you might as well go on to the next person because I ain't got time for that shit. These difficult ass, interrogating ass, Oprah Winfrey ass questions. I ain't got time for that. Look, let me let me put it like this. If you are able to get a job at like McDonald's or something like that, then you probably overqualified to be my girl. Wow. Because I can't wow. I can't be with nobody yeah, that's he's doing better. He's searching for the low level. Little love a gangster bargain basement. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Thoroughly entertaining, by the way. X X me, A X E. By the way, Google go to YouTube. What men really want? That is genius. I don't know if it's fake, and I know you're gonna have the. Uh, if you read the comments below at Rock, I'm sure it's fake and just all done for comedy or whatever. But to be honest with you. That is the shit guys think about. And girls do it too, I'm sure. They do the they size guys up just the same Women way. Women don't want a dope of a guy. No, but they size when you're not in love, when you first initially meet somebody at a bar or whatever, right? Right, right. Dude, tell me you're not fucking thinking sort of around the same thoughts. Come on, be honest. I'm asking you to fucking be honest. Tell me you're not thinking sort of around the same thoughts those guys are thinking. Me? No. I'm not. You're fucking lying. I'm not. You're lying. I'm not lying. You're lying. Dude, it's, it's natural. Uh, it's natural. And when, when, when Britt sent me that last night, and she's like, yo, watch this motherfucker. And I, and I was like, I'll watch the motherfucker. I watched it. Dude, we were fucking talking about it for... I was like, dude, yes, that's what guys do. You were talking with her? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, she, you know, doing a text thing. You were... T- wait a minute. Fuck this shit. You were texting Britney? Yeah. Wait a minute. What? Really? We were fucking chatting about the fucking movie thing. You were ta- texting Britney. Does she know who you are? I don't even know. Like, does she know which one's which? <laughs> yeah. I think she was texting... She thought she was texting Rock the whole time. <laughs> Wait a minute. I actually might have put some references into my sideburns. Fucking it. Wait a minute. This is, this is, this is, fuck this shit. So you were texting. No, we have to get Brittany? to this. Who cares about what, what I'm doing? The, the, the topic at hand is that guys really think that way. They do. I do. And I'm, I'm not ashamed to admit it. When I'm not fucking emotionally involved with anybody, I'm thinking that. She wants to when bone I see a, you, When dude. I see a broad, I'm like, fuck, I want to see what that ass looks like. She wants to bang you. That I don't know. Because all you have to say is, you know what? Yeah, I, I think like that. So let's just get to the point. Let's have sex. Because I guarantee you, her followed up and like, okay, let's set this up. Let's figure this out. Miss High Times was one. No, no. Dude, she's setting you up. She is setting you up for the fucking deep dive here, man. What are you doing? 
She was waiting for you. She's saying, look at this video. Is this what guys think? And she wants you to say yes. And then she wants you to say, say it to me. Well, I did say that. <laughs> I was like, you know what? I, I, I actually wrote this to her. She's like, did you watch the vid? And I was like, yeah, I watched the vid. And I was like, she's like, uh, well, in a way, she was like, well, so what do you think? I guess she was asking my thoughts. Mm-hmm. And I just texted back to her. I was just like, that's exactly what dudes think when they're not emotionally involved. Right. Until once a guy falls in love with the broad, take all those comments and wipe them out the door. Because they'll, they will never come up again. Mm-hmm. They will never come up. Once a guy gets emotionally involved, he's not like, all right, bitch. I don't. I want you. To, like yeah, no right, guy's right. ever gonna, you know, tell a girl who he's in love with to clean up his own cum. <laughs> no one's gonna do that. When when like I've never. Have you ever done that? When you're like kind of like digging a whether it's like in love or just oh you know what she's okay you know or I you know want to be courteous because like she did something appreciative to me right. like you. Clean up your own shit. <laughs> like when you, like when a, when a guy just wants to fuck and get his rocks off, that's right. what happens. Like, yeah, go fucking clean up my shit. You'll have those thoughts. It's exact, dude. It's it's true. I'm just still know. stuck on. She wants. She was waiting for you to just get off. Just, I don't think so. Just yeah, you dude. She fucking sent you off. You were texting her. She was probably trying to interact with you just to get to that very raw. Basic, like, pr- like, primal fucking let's fuck. Oh my god, what are you doing, man? I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. You're probably like, dude, I'm checking out this Brie Olsen porn. All right, if I pose the question to Rocket. To me? Uh, yeah, here's the, here's the question to Rocket. All right. Do I ever know what I'm doing? What is your answer? Oh, no, without a doubt. You have no idea. <laughs> Thank you, fucking asshole. <laughs> Thank you. Do I ever know what I'm doing? Never. By by the way, last night, right? When I was in Arizona taking my last shower before I got on a plane. Okay. Right? Okay. Guess what I put toothpaste on? I, a toothbrush? No, a razor. I put Logical. Toothpa- I I was out of the shower and I'm about to shave because I shave after I shower. Okay. And I put tooth, literally put toothpaste on a Bic razor, and I was like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah, you're not fit for society. You're not, you're not ready. I'm not fit for this world. I should be living in Charlie Sheen's pool. She basically, she, she via um, um, communication, internet communication, not even getting she put her hand, she what? put your hand on her vagina. That's what she essentially what, did. Whatever you're going she with, she placed her here, it there. That girl has about. 10,000 guys fucking... You don't know fuck. that. Yeah, I guarantee You don't know that. I guarantee she Karen, does. Karen, perspective? You want perspective? She's, she's happily wanting to call in to an internet radio show on fucking... Why is she calling New right York. now? Fucking, call this motherfucker. She's not listening. She's, she's not listening She's right doing now. cash right now, dude. Well, that's the other thing. She's blonde. But you're missing the point here. She's like... She she's uh, she, looking at cosmic she, shit. She wanted you to get primal in the in, in her in that interaction with her. She wanted to see. She wanted to. She wanted a let's fuck. That's what she wanted. I'm gonna turn the microphones down for a second. Oh oh, wait a minute. Oh. Of course she did. Of course she did, dude. You had it. You had it. You had it. 
And it's amazing how you do this. I don't do anything, dude. Exactly. Just me. You do things for doing nothing. Simon and I, we just, we talk about you and we're like, how does he do this? By the way, kids, if you're uh, listening out there, just be yourself. If it works out, works out. Then you're fucked. How? It is incredible. I hope she knows which one's you. Because that's going to I happen. guarantee. That would be awkward. She really wants the chops. <laughs> she does. <laughs> That'll be an awkward situation. Oh, wait. That's not. Ooh. You're not the guy I wanted. Ooh. I wanted the other guy. Ooh. I wanted the co-host guy. Ooh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That is like. I doubt it, dude. And no, coming of Schneikies, Miss High Times wants to be Miss McCann Times. No, that's not the case. Oh. I'm telling you, it's not the case. I don't feel the vibe. You had text messages with her. But that's how you start. You are magic with the little fucking keypad shit. I'm not magic You're with the a keypad. Wheel and de- You're a wheeler and dealer. Dude, I was vague when she was fucking... I was just really talking about the fucking the movie thing. She was, yeah, I bet you were. You fucking... You are a... Uh, I'm not, I, dude, I was not... I, you know what? To be honest with you, I'm not fucking ready for that. You are a textual Don Juan. Yeah, because you know I'm all fucked up. You, when you, when you say "lol," I don't into it. It's you fucking, mean you mean uh, "fuck out loud" or something? I don't know. Fol. <laughs> Improv. Woo-hoo. I'm not trying to get laid via text messages. I just don't do that. You like it? Nah, you, <sighs> all right. You know what? All right, fine. You didn't do anything. No, I didn't. I honestly. But didn't. she she basically said. Um, Let's see what happens. Let's make something happen. So here. what you're saying, based on her just text messaging, text messaging me about a clip that she put on my, our Facebook, she put it on mine too, but she put it on our Facebook, you know, uh, that she wants me. I don't get that, and I didn't handle it like because that. you don't think you don't think outside the box is a joke there somewhere, but. She was basically, she was setting up the conversation because she wanted to see, well, so what's your reaction? And you being the truthful guy and straight up and honest and you'd be like, yeah, you know what? Sometimes just, you know, guys think like that. And then she wanted to hear you saying, you know what? I'm kind of thinking like that right now. By the way, she basically said that you're not in the friend zone, Kieran, coming in from... Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. You don't just send that to some guy, you know. She wanted your reaction, and she wanted to interact. Hold on. Oh, uh, uh, well, you want to get to the bottom of it? Oh, are you going to do that? Whoa, 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 whoa. What are you going to ask? I'll just say... Do you want to... No, you're I'll just handle, do it. You're going to call... Each, no, yeah. What? What? You're going to handle this one. Uh, okay. No problem with me. Let's see what she says. I'll get to the bottom I actually might shut my microphone off. In your now, room. here's the scary thing. What if her, for, What if she a- answers the question with the question and says, which one has the chops? <laughs> Do we just hang up? Yeah, that's Because <laughs> you don't want to get yourself in trouble. No, I'm, fuck no. I don't want to be part of that. I'm just <laughs> saying I feel bad for you. Yeah, no, I'll just go home and jerk off to something <laughs> on triplexbunker.com. <laughs> Interesting. All right, I just wrote call in and the number. Now, okay, here is a test alone. If she calls in, holy crap, dude. She did actually hit us on Twitter before the show saying have a good show. Oh, my dude. How old is she? She's, she's, she's on the microphones now. Really? It's for eight.
Okay, that's fine. That's 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 more normal ish. It's in your wheelhouse still. We'll see though. If she calls in, I'll... how great was that? How great was that video though? Uh, that was funny. That was very funny. And she uh, she gave it to us. She's the one that the uh, supported it. She supported it. Yeah, she loved. Oh my god, she is just. She is just like putty I, in your hands. I can understand why she has 2,000 followers on uh, Facebook. Why? Because she supports a video like that. She's a, she's a hot, pretty, young female who uh, loves the weed. She works at three dispensaries, by the way. And she loves when a guy tells her to go fuck yeah, herself. But she, you know, it's, it's interesting how, how she plays herself. To be like how how she um, she acts because she you know we we talked to her about her her relationships and she's very hesitant and, and and you know just not into it or not having and you know so she's she's passive about that she's not really full on but apparently off air by the way the other the other thing about the Oscars there was no surprises other than the King's Speech winning Best Picture right mm. yeah it was I mean it was not the guy from story. the Fighter Batman won. We knew that. Batman Batman? I was hoping he was gonna do when he got on stage. Oh, that would have been He class. actually he actually did a little self deprecation on stage. He did, he's a good dude. He referenced it. I think he's a good dude. You know, yeah. No! No! Fuck's sake, man, you're amateur. I think he's a he good dude. Did that. You haven't even talked about Ragnar yet. I know. By the way. You know, we'll talk about that now. Why not? Yeah, go for it. Ragnar is a uh, was a race. I I flew out to Arizona to run. Uh, what is it? Uh, Friday and Saturday. Friday of this morning of uh, this week, mm. and uh, I just flew back uh, last night. Actually, what a great fucking event! I know it sounds crazy to people. It's a running event, and nothing nothing is fun about running, but. I have to say that the Ragnar events are fucking fun. And running sucks. I will say this. Running blows. But this event is a 12-person relay. So you have a team of 12 people, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, you run, within those 12 people, you run 200 miles, give or take. That's a lot of miles. So some people on the team run 20 miles. Some people end up running 12 miles like me. Uh, some people end up running 16s. You know, it varies. Sure, sure. But it's it's a two-day event. You have to cover 200 miles. And uh, what you do is you get, you know, it, it's a relay. It's really a relay. So, like, when your first runner starts out, they run however they long they run. And then, you know, the team has to meet them at the exchange where they hand off a bracelet, which is on my microphone, by the way, right now, if you're listening live or watching live. Um, they hand off this bracelet, and then the next person runs, and then they go, and they keep on going, and they go over and over and over until you you reach the end. I mean, and I did this thing in Arizona, from Wickenburg, Arizona, to Tempe, Arizona, which is 200 miles, so 197 miles, and it was a fucking blast because it took us 31 hours to do it god non-stop non-stop you don't you don't go home so you didn't sleep for 31 hours i didn't i i maybe slept you just i think everybody slept about two hours wow in 31 hours and that's not a good two hours it's it's literally i mean in this event there was 
351 teams, 12 person to a team. Okay. So there were a lot of people running this fucking thing. And when you get to these exchanges where they're going to hand off the bracelet, because you can't drop the bracelet either. If you drop the bracelet, you're fucked. Why? You have to slap it on the person's wrist and they have to hold it. Because you, you get, like, penal, penalized. Oh! There's actually results and shit. Holy shit! <laughs> it's not like if... Like, you can get... Like, if you're drinking... Yeah. Say you're drinking on the court, you get penalized for that. Oh. If you do, like, some... If you go outside the course, like, the lines or mm. something, or cut across an intersection or right, something, right. or do something that's unsafe, yeah. you get penalized and you can get disqualified. So it's actually results in, in shit that happened with uh-huh. it. Uh, it was a fucking blast. And it's really not something I would promote that as like a fun thing, but after actually doing it, it's a, a fucking blast. It's, it's a blast. It's a blast. Wow. It's so, I hate running. I hate running. And I've ran more in the last two days than I've ever had in my life. Wow. But, um, you know, it's like, it's like camping in a van for, for two days. And running. And everybody stinks. Everybody smells because they're Ugh. running and they, and they, you know, the, the, I didn't shower for two days. No one, there were chicks in my van. I, no one showered for oh, two that's days. Gross. But everybody, and you see naked, you actually do see nakedness. <laughs> if you're, when you spend two days in a van with somebody, you're going to see nakedness. It just happens. Like I was looking at my brother's bull bag for about a minute. Why? Because he was like, fat cat's got to get naked. He got to change. It was after one of his legs. And he came back. He was sweating like a fucking bastard. He's like, fat cat's just going to get naked right now. And he got naked. And I was like, all right, going to look. But then I just fucking <laughs> totally looked at his nuts. Did you have to drop any ass while you were in the van? I held my ass fucking farts for as long as I could, but I, I felt I did fall asleep at some point. Uh, I don't know. Up. Yeah, you never know what you do when you fall asleep. Yeah. I woke up and everybody was awkward around me. <laughs> so I think I did drop some ass. I was oh eating, man, I was eating these Cliff Bars. Oh jeez, like these protein bars. Ugh. And I, I think it's bogged up in me like a yeah. cinder block, dude. Yeah, They're all protein and just, there's no fiber in them, yeah. nothing. So I, I... Just like a concrete brick in yeah. the system. And I think I heard the chicks fart a little bit. Aw. They were tooting a little bit. Aww. A little fucking trombone action going on. Aw. Did you get a little horny? No. You saw like... You saw like... You farting! Kieran hears one of the chicks drop ass and he starts fucking jerking it all. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But we had... Like uh, that. But the thing is, we had Team Lunatic Radio out there. So there was 12 people out there. Uh, we had two vans. Every every team has two vans because you only fix six people in a van. You rent these vans, right? And uh, you put six people in them. Uh, one van runs a, a full entire leg, which takes like seven hours. Mm. So the other van has a complete seven hours to do whatever they want. And, uh, you know, it, it's, it's, you know, I'm not explaining it great and I'm not great at explaining shit, but it's fucking fun, man. Yeah, it's a blast because you have, it gives you those moments when you're locked in the van with fucking 600 people, six other people that you don't even re- really know that well. Mm. Or if you have a bunch of friends in a van for fucking two days on end, you're going to have some fucking belly laughs. We had so many fucking belly laughs in our van. It was fucking amazing. It was like, it really was. I equate it to camping because it's really like camping because you're, you're driving because you're constantly 
on the route of the race. Right, right. Because when somebody runs, you need to go to the next exchange to make sure they get the fucking bracelet and this and that and your blah, 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 blah. And then you go to the next exchange and there's is fucking, I mean, there's, you're not the only ones doing it. There's fucking 4,000 other people doing the same thing. So it's a fucking constant mess. Sure. And it's, everybody's getting hammered and, and being wild. I mean, there's people running in fucking banana hammocks and shit. It's just a lot of fucking, it's a lot of fun. But I mean, and no one ever wants to run. After they do their first leg, they don't want to run the next leg. Of but, course, of course. Yeah, it, you get well, drained. And once it comes around to, you know, it's your time to run. Everybody else in the van and everybody else that doesn't even know you when you're at the exchange, you know, spot location, mm-hmm. everybody, when you get up and you're supposed to run, they're all pumping you up. They're all going, you can fucking do it. You can do this. It's a whole positive energy thing going on. You know, it's a healthy people. They get all fucking crazy. But you're drinking all this whole time. Yeah. Well, we, we didn't, you're not allowed to drink. You, 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 oh. you can't be fucking holding Coors Lights. At no, the, no, not while you're running. I'm talking in the you van. You can if you put it in a cup. You can uh, you can booze. We didn't. We decided to hold off the drinking until the actual end. Oh, okay. Because we knew we're all alcoholics. So we were like, yeah, there's no know, way we're yeah. gonna be able to do it. Right, and right. Kev's gonna end up running 200 miles. <laughs> Fat Kev's going backwards. Yeah, because he's Mr. Iron Man. By the way, Fat my, Kev made a left turn at Albuquerque. My brother is a fucking genetic insane person because he really did not train for this event. Okay, and he ended up running like fucking almost 30 miles. Really? And he's a... Dude, if you saw my brother today, if everybody went to Kev's house and looked at him, like, how the fuck did you run 30 miles? He, he, Kev looks like Jabba the Hutt. He's fucking massive. He's massive. There's no... There's no muscle on him. He's just all big. He looks like a fat seal. Fat <laughs> Kev's superhuman. Yeah, he, he ran literally fucking 30 miles. I did 12... And everybody's calling me the MVP because they think I'd be able to fucking do it. Yet I, I look like John Baysdale. You run all the time. How the fuck? Uh- well, that's the thing. They were like, you only run a mile. I run a mile a day because I, I, I get good. bored with running. That's okay. I get bored with running. It's boring. Running's boring. Yeah. But the shit that happens, it, I, you know what? Here's, here's the bottom line to the Ragnar events. And you can Google it. Ragnar.com. Uh, and they have events all all around the country. If you want to get some friends together, and uh, you know, if y'all kind of in shape a little bit, go run it, man. It's fucking. It's a blast. It really is a fucking blast. And I didn't think I was dreading going out and, and doing this thing. I was like, I don't want to do this. I just rather fucking sit home and jerk off. I, but I had such a good fucking time, man. I I really had. I, I I can't say enough about the fucking Ragnar event. It was great, and and we're gonna do this again next year. Uh, and we're gonna have uh, you know the Team Lunatic Radio thing, and I'm gonna try to drag Rock out to do it because I, I we, we kind of want to do a thing where we not only just have one Team Lunatic Radio, we want to have multiple Team Lunatic oh my Radios. God, what? <laughs> I mean, you get ridiculous. You, you get thirty six people to do right. an event, right? Right. All in lunaticradio.com dot com shirts. Pretty cool. And my brother's my brother's insane because once we had a blast at this event, he's like, I want people broadcasting from a truck. I want a central truck that's got satellite hookups. I want you guys broadcasting. Fat Kev thinking outside the box. Yeah, but we did drink. We did drink. Getting back to that. Yeah. Uh, uh, towards the end, I think um, one of the, one of the female 
Jamie was running the final leg. Okay. I mean, she got to get like all the glory when she fucked. Oh. <laughs> There's like it was it was like eight thousand people fucking cheering her on. Oh, that's cool. That kind of pissed me off. I was like, I want that fucking glory. <laughs> but I she came from New York, son of a bitch. Yeah, I want this. She got the glory, so she got the last leg. And 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 our buddy Doug, who's a fucking great guy. I don't know his last name, but he's a fucking great guy. He uh, he was the the only other guy in our vehicles. Me, Kev. And Doug, and once he finished his final leg, handed the bracelet off, which is on my microphone right now, to Jamie, and she ran. Uh, we fucking literally just hammered course lights. <laughs> By the time we got to Tempe, where Arizona State is, that's yeah. where the, the the venue ended. We were fucking blasted, dude, because you're. You don't eat. I mean, you eat like shit because yeah. you're stuck in a van for two days. Yeah. You're eating like those protein bars. That is crazy. And that shit that just, you you know, you eat so your fucking muscles loosen up and they, so you can run. And once we just, we literally hammered a 30 pack in like fucking 20 minutes and we were fucking wrecked. It was great. It was such a fucking blast. It was a blast. It really was a blast. Marcus has this great idea, and I think I'm for it because I mean, he just kind of sparked this idea. So we should have like, like Team Lunatic Radio. So it'll be like you, me, Kev, right? Yeah. And then the rest will just be all black dudes, <laughs> just fucking yes, jocked football players, fucking, football player types. All got to be black dudes. <laughs> all black. All black dudes. We're the scariest team out there. Fucking. If we're gonna do this, I want to win. I want to win big. <laughs> I, I, I actually I went to the website. Fucking did you did you read the Ragnar Bible? No. Oh, well, apparently, of course not. Why would you? There is a lot to it. There's a ton. I mean, to I it. guess you just kind of went out there, showed up, and started running. No, when somebody told me I had to run, I ran. <laughs> Fucking Forrest Gump. The rest of the time, I was, I was cracking joke dick jokes. I, I don't know how many dick jokes I did in 31 hours, but it was a lot. It's a lot more than 31. It's a lot more than one an hour. We had some great fucking laughs in that car. Maybe we could run together. Can we do a tandem thing? Can we just like run together? I think it would be better. I think it would be easier for us. It wouldn't be as boring. Cause we'd just be fucking doing. We do the show while we're running. You know, dude. My I was, we could probably do double the amount because we'll just be so we won't be thinking about running. We'll just be doing a fucking show while running. <laughs> well, I will tell you this: out of uh, 351 teams, there mm. we finished 198th. It's pretty good. So we beat half the field. Yeah. You know? Have, yeah, a lot of the field didn't even finish. That's fucked up. Yeah, a lot of people didn't even fucking finish. A lot of the teams Man, didn't 200 even, miles is a lot, though. It's a long time. It's a long time. But, but it's not so bad when you divide it up amongst 12. I mean, there are people, literally, there are people running fucking more than the marathon. Yeah. And those With people. With the smaller are, teams. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh. So wait, if we get like. If we get like. 20 people that's 10 miles each mm-hmm. you know is there a limit to the amount of people there are well the, the organizers of the event they do like each section isn't like the same distance like I got the sort uh, like like my longest leg was 4.4 miles or something like that and there are other legs that are 9 right so it's it's not like you can just run 10 oh, 10 10 oh, 10 oh, 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 oh. yeah so you have to Find your strongest runner to run the longer legs. Wow. 
And we, you know, had Kevin chicks run longer legs, so you know, fuck them. <laughs> run them. Really, the girls were like the girls were like old. The, yeah, yeah. Um, athletic. My sister in law's two cousins, Jamie and Allison. They those girls are like fucking rabbits. They just ran. They ran the long legs. In fact, Everett was another one that ran the long legs. And 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 the, and the other guy in the car, Doug, he ran like nineteen miles. I think wow. together. Snacks in the chat room. I get tired when I drive two hundred miles. <laughs> Which, by the way, WhenTheBros.com, got to give them a shout out. Uh, Literally, I mean, it was funny because we, where my brother lives is kind of to- uh, at the finish of where the event finishes. And we had to drive all the way up to the beginning and it was 200 miles. Jeez. And I was like, we got to run all this shit. So you had to drive all the way there. So you were like passing it. Or like, why don't we, why don't we just, why don't we just start, it, start somewhere else? We'll just cut the track. That's rough. Yeah, but it's a, it was really a lot of fun, man. That's cool, you know. And 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 and, and a course light fucking tastes like awesome pussy after uh, after you know you know running that long and being stuck in a van for that many hours. It was it was fucking it was a good it was a good that time. shower must have been wonderful. It was it was when you finally got back. It was really good. It was really good. All right, we'll do a break. We'll come back. Ragnar was great. Ragnar.com. Go check it out if you're interested because they got uh, they have events all around the, the country. Yeah. I believe there's going to be one in Southern California uh, coming up in April. So uh, go check it out. But we're, we're going to uh, – we're thinking about – we're definitely doing it. I know Kev, Kev like wants to do it. Lunatic Radio. Kev's training now. It's called Del Sol, I believe. Why? The one in Arizona. I don't know why they changed the name. They're just called Phoenix. So we're going to do it next year again, and uh, it'll, it'll be a bunch of fun. If we get a whole crew of people out there, it'd be fucking great. Three teams. I'm thinking three teams. That's, That's that. 36 people wearing LunaticRadio.com shirts and all animals. All Everybody's an animal. We had 12 animals out this time. Imagine 36. Actually, you know, to be honest with you, we had six animals out this time. Because the other van wasn't really full of animals. Okay. They were just like studious people just wanting to run. Studious. <laughs> All right, back right to this. You can now hear the LunaticRadio.com show on Stitcher Radio. Stitcher is a free news and talk mobile application. The latest episode is always available for you. No syncing needed and no memory wasted. Available on your iPhone, your Palm Free, Android phones, and BlackBerry. Download it easily at Stitcher.com or go check out the App Store for your individual mobile phone. That's LunaticRadio.com on Stitcher Radio. Download the app today. Stitcher! Some trivia questions about Las Vegas. Now, if you get any of these questions wrong, I will get zapped, Trina. Okay, here's an interesting one. That's a little bit more government related. <laughs> Great. I'm <laughs> fucked. Hey! Sorry, Trina. Alright. About 86% of the land in Nevada is owned by the federal government. True or false? 86. 86. That's a lot. That's a lot of percent. Is that is 86% of it owned by the federal government? True or False. I know that a lot of it is desert stuff. Um, I want to say true. Damn it again! Yes! Right. Here we go! One more to go! Yeah. 
So you got one more to go. If Trina gets it wrong and gets zapped, she gets it right. I'm in the clear until I say those three magical words. So go ahead. All right. The statue of Caesar in front of Caesar's palace is 21 feet tall. Uh, no idea, but I'll say true. Fuck! You're wrong! Was 20 feet tall. 21 was wrong. Oh. It's 20. Holy crap. I tell you what, Brock is hitting level one on the doggy zapper. There are four levels. Level one oh. is excruciating. Four would kill you. Four would rip my head off. Uh, wow, Trina, thank you so much for torturing you. Are you welcome? Trina, real quick, do you have anything to plug? By the way, the la- since the last. Oh, you said it! Oh, Lunaticradio.com show. Hi, everybody. We're on Twitter. We sure are. Twitter.com slash Lunatic Radio. Lunatic Radio. You know what, Rock? I love that Twitter thing. What did you say? Yes. Twitter.com slash Lunatic Radio. So if you want to know when the radio show is broadcasting. Or the Rocket Radio Hour. Twitter.com slash Lunatic Radio. Hey. What? Twitter.com slash Lunatic Radio. Lunatic Radio is the name of the show. It is. Twitter.com slash Lunatic Radio. See how convenient that is? See what we do for you? Practically nothing. Right. Twitter.com slash Lunatic Radio. Go check it out, fuckos. It's LunaticRadio.com. Wait a minute. Did you say you have a new Facebook page? Yes. Whoa. Tell us about it. <laughs> Facebook.com slash Lunatic Radio. Look, Rock, you speak over me when we're doing the promo. I realize we were doing it. I really, I actually believe you. <laughs> Are you saying Facebook.com slash Lunatic Radio for everything Lunatic Radio that I want on Facebook? Yeah. Whoa. Updates on shows. Updates on shows. And, and new stuff. And new stuff. And when Rock wants to tell you he's blowing a load, he'll tell you about it on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Lunatic Radio? That's right! Wow! Yes! Sign me up today! Whippy! For a limited time only, you can also receive... Uh, jizz in the face? Facebook.com slash Lunatic Radio. And now back to the show. LunaticRadio.com LunaticRadio.com show Having a lot of fun today This guy won an Oscar This guy won an Oscar Trent Reznor won an Oscar Pretty crazy Kia Rock hanging out with you Emails to the show LunaticRadio.com Drunkle hotline 206202 Luna That's 206202566 What are you doing? Dude you just got Gogan Yeah cause I was trying to give com a shout out And you just cut me off in the middle of it Oh go ahead WonderBros.com. Want to give a big shout out to those guys. Check them out. Uh, great website. Good guys. And very supportive of our show. Donated this week. Um, we still are accepting donations. If you want to help us out, anything is appreciated. And yeah, and thank it, you to them. Yeah, thank Matt you to and Mike who, with who, uh, Wonder Bros. Who donates to the radio program. It's really a, a nice thing you people do. It's over on our website if you want to help <laughs> Really? Our new studio and everything. It's great. It's great when people donate. 
Charlie Sheen was just on Piers Morgan. Yo, boy. CNN. We're all fascinated about the Charlie Sheen thing on it right now. I mean, the the guy apparently, what well, you know what? Charlie's all about like fighting CBS and and getting back at whoever this and that and blah, 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 right? We just want to watch Charlie Sheen do whatever. It doesn't matter what the fuck he's doing at this point. We just want to see, you know, he is a mess. Oh, there we go. We got it. We got clips? Yeah, let's see what this is. All right, here we go. Let's see what this is about. Charlie Sheen was... Hold on, give me a second. I've healed really fast. Okay, this is this is the topic of discussion on the Piers Morgan show. Is it Piers, or is it Pierce? Pierce Morgan. It's Pierce Morgan. But you believe there's a slight hypocrisy here in the sense we're in Hollywood, right? If you were in a rock band in Hollywood, (laughs) this would this kind of behavior would be not only accepted, it would be encouraged because it's part of the brand of the rock band, right? You know, you seem to be leading a rock star life, and if you were Keith Richards or Mick Jagger, no one would bat an eyelid. Right. It's the fact that you're in a network show, sure. which absolutely. carries with it. Mean, do, you, do you accept it carries oh, absolutely. responsibilities, absolutely which are different? Does. Absolutely does. Yeah. So do you believe, when, you look, when you're being critical of yourself, Charlie, and this is, I suppose, a, a key part of this, when you look at your own behavior, do you feel slightly ashamed by some of it? Do you wish you hadn't gone down certain pathways in the last few months? I think it's, I think it's a waste of time because I can't change it. You know, I, I, I tell people that are sort of you know, glued to their past, if you can walk back there and bring me a souvenir from that moment when your father locked you in the closet, then, then, then bring it to me. Bring me the ashtray from his office with that, with that burning Swisher Sweet in it. You can't. The moment's over. It doesn't exist. We've got to get into right here, right now. You know, and so... Uh, if Les Moonves was sitting here, yeah. based on what you've told me, that he came to your house right. and he asked you to behave sure. and then you accept you didn't, would you apologize for not behaving after that conversation? Uh, yes, and then I would ask him, uh, why did you lie to me about the crew in front of Mark Berg and Oren Koulis, my manager? Well, wow. that? When I said, guys, I don't want to be gone too long. You I, see I that, though, Ron? Yeah. Because I'm worried he's, about the He's deflecting. Got, like, he's taking no responsibility for what his actions. Right. So, I mean, he is, you can always... It, ultimately, you can just tell that he's, he's a little fucked. I mean, when a guy... You know, does the actions that he does, whether or not he's in the wrong or right, and he's deflecting that he's done nothing wrong yeah. or been, you know, not crazy at all. Yeah, come on. Get <laughs> <Hey> Charles. <laughs> you had a fucking, you had a bash for 36 hours. Anybody that has a bash for 36 hours, hours, it's fucking crazy. It's crazy shit. And they've got lives that, that are check to check, you know? And he said, don't worry about the crew. You have our word, him and his partner, Bruce, you know. Um, and then it was just until actually today, just a few hours ago, that we caught wind that they, they agreed to pay the crew for four episodes. That's okay. It's a start. I'm not stopping until they give them eight. Then I'm going to work on my cast. Then I'm going to finish with me. Do you, do you feel guilty about the impact this, your particular situation's had on the rest of the crew? Well, I feel guilty that the, 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 so, the perception he, of it has been... He that just admitted that, that he did the wrong. All of it, you know. He really just admitted that he did the wrong. He wants everybody else to be compensated that he fucked over for not working and, and doing drugs. And then at the end, he wants to get his own. Right. Which he's never going to get. But he wants everybody else to be taken care of. Fucking. He just admitted without admitting it that he was in the wrong. Because he no knows he's fucked up. Lodge. No one was in... In you know in these situations or in in, in the middle of the scenario that uh, well, that's great to that watch though so nobody had the facts and that's what I stand on 
And that's what I, that's, that's what, that's what fuels me, is, 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 is the truth. Has Les Moonves tried to call you? Nobody's since. tried to call me. Nobody at all? No one's tried to call me. In fact, we're, we're, we're live, right? Yeah. Sorry I didn't wear a suit or anything. Um, <laughs> well, time issue. Um, yeah, I, I, I would urge Les or Bruce or Chuck Lorre or anyone to, to, to call in while we're here. Hmm? I mean, if you know, well, still I, got, still got I mean, time. if anyone at CBS well, wants to call in, Chuck has not answered the questions that I asked uh, with Jeff Rawson, who is awesome, by the way. Yeah. That guy, you should have him on. Mm. I don't know why, but just have him on. <laughs> Absent. Fuck it, he'll do it live. <laughs> awesome. He's a rival. I can't whatever. Do that. Everybody, can't do that. everybody. How deluded can you be if you don't know if you're on live TV? If anybody at CBS, Les Moonves, or anybody else is watching this, and I'd imagine they'll it would have been made aware of it now. I would encourage them to call in because it seems to me what's broken down here as well. It appears. And There's no communication. Point. Exactly. Yeah, and this isn't about me like, oh, until I get an apology, I'm not doing No, until like some, some conversations take place that involve compensation um, for the eight shows that we were slated to do. Because when I came back and said, guys, okay, now I'm prepared. And Les said just that Mr. Chow's called me his cleanup hitter. Now you got your cleanup hitter, and it's late August, and I'm and I'm sitting on 64 bombs at you know 420, and and you know 170 driven in. And he really Not loves the baseball. Playoffs, oh yeah. You know? And so just another about baseball. Everything, everything is a reference to everything. Like fucking baseball. We get it. You dig baseball. So I became very prepared and focused. Ricky Vaughn and hungry and in shape and a new tattoo. The wild like, thing. Let's do this, right? And so Chuck Lorre told me, well, there's no scripts. So I said, uh, there's no scripts. Okay, wait a minute, wait a minute. You're a writer. Um, I need, you know, cameras on a stage to act. You need, uh, I don't know, a piece of paper and a bic. Mm. There's no scripts. So where were the scripts going to be if, in fact, we hadn't shut down? Wow. Hmm. Well, there you go. There's Charlie Sheen on the Piers Morgan okay, show. Man. Tonight, that's live. That's, like, not, not too long ago, actually. Got any more clips? Yeah. I need some more. I'm all about the Charlie Sheen this week, dude. I just want to hear. all... Uh, I don't want. I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear. Sadly, it Drew. appears. Fuck Doctor Drew and his cuntiness. Oh, you know, come on. No, you want to hear? Him? Yeah, let's see what this fucking shit dick needs. You saw this coming. I, oh, of course. We're going to say he's manic. The fact is that uncontrolled addiction, particularly advanced addiction, severe addiction, polydrug addiction, ends up really in all cases in death jail or institutionalization mm -hmm. and the route to institutionalization seems to be the one that charlie primarily is following right now the kinds of symptoms that we see i know a lot of people are not accustomed to sort of looking at what he's doing as a symptomatology but here's what i see i see somebody going on the radio with irritability loose associations impulsivity grandiose gestures this is what we call an acute manic episode he's clearly <laughs> manic and somebody who's manic is likely to hurt themselves, oh, yeah. hurt other people, and eventually became unable to care for themselves, their daily sort of needs. And in those conditions, that person gets held against their will in something called a 72-hour hold. Uh, if you remember, Britney Spears ended up mm -hmm. in a similar kind of situation. And this is where Charlie's headed, I'm afraid. The question is... Is he primarily bipolar? Is this a drug withdrawal syndrome? Is this a toxic effect of the drug? Is he intoxicated? Apparently he's not intoxicated. So this is some sort of residual effect of his addiction now with a manic episode on top of his underlying addiction. This is where people with addiction end up in institutionalization. Uh, Dr. Drew, you said something that stayed with me after Charlie said he was doing his rehab at home in his house. You said that situations like this never stay the same. They either get better or they get worse, but they never stay where they are. Well, they get worse. They don't. They don't get better. They they can they can get better in the hands of a physician. Mm -hmm. And this idea It'd be that great if Doctor Drew is like, yeah, you know what? Some of them get better. 
He's always fucking promoting his damn stupid. Yeah, he wants him show. on the next season. That's yeah. what he wants. He just wants to follow. He, he's fucking chomping at the bit to get Charlie Sheen not on his show, but maybe mm. just to even follow just Charlie Sheen alone. Yeah. Rehab is really to me bizarre. The term rehab has been so severely misused. What he had was apparently house calls from a doctor. He had some sort of house call. He's had some sort of medical management. And that can stabilize things. That can help him. That, not co- that does not cause a remission of addiction. It's, it's, it's a temporizing measure to keep him safe. But eventually the I house mean, of cards... Doctor, to be honest with you, Dr. Drew doesn't have a career right now. No! If he can't find celebrities that are fucked up. <laughs> he really doesn't have a career. But do you think Charlie Sheen is Dr. Drew material? Dr. Drew show material. I think Charlie Sheen's, Sheen's too big of a star yeah, to be on that show. Yeah, to be on that show. Yeah, those, they were some real that, ringers that, on last. Season. I guarantee he's been pitched it a million times, and uh, you know, I, I gotta imagine Charlie Sheen or his people are going no because you're gonna downgrade yourself if you do that. Even in his fucked up state that he's in, in his addictive state that he's in, Charlie Sheen is being. Advised not to do the Dr. Drew show because it would be a downgrade in his career. I guarantee you. Major League Three would be positive. Dr. Drew would be would be bad. Yeah. I dude, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. It's yeah, it's a and I would advise him. If I was his publicist or something, I'd be like, Charlie, no, you're not doing the Dr. Drew show. Because I know you're fucked up right now and you're laced out on something. Right. But you're a star. You're a star. And that would be a downgrade. You would you would end up being uh after that. That's how fucked up the entertainment business is, dude. Mm. That's why people should fucking steer away from it. Go get a job in a in a good job. Doing something that's stable. This is all fucking anarchy, dude. It's anarchy shit entertainment. And everybody wants to be in it. Everybody wants to be an entertainer. Everybody wants to be the guy at the party that, or the girl at the party that everybody's paying attention to because they know they saw him on something or they heard him on something and he was the shit or she was the shit. That's what everybody wants to be. But that shit is nuts. Nuts. You want to hear uh, Charlie Sheen on Piers Morgan saying uh, on his re- on his regrets? Was it regret? Not like fucking being in Major League One more? Let me ask a direct question: Are you under the influence right now of any substances? No, nothing. I'm under the influence of of of, of you. Apart from the drug you're doing this interview, <laughs> you. Yes, <laughs> that may not be the best influence. Yeah, well, I'll, take it. I'll take it. It looks pretty cool to me, you know. But you took a drug test uh, to prove that you are currently completely drug free. Yeah, whatever. Those results. Actually, yeah, has yeah, the these results. These days, I mean, carry this stuff with you, right? Um, and when was this taken? It was taken. Uh, when was it taken? Yesterday. And this is the day, uh, the day before. Okay, yeah. so assuming this is this is accurate, which oh, I, yeah. I believe it is. Yeah, this is completely clean. So, you, when was the last time you took a drug? I don't know because uh, not being um, you by know, the way, that's hostage w- by AA anymore. Um, I don't count. By the way, I don't know when the last dude. 
You can't tell me this guy's not on drugs. But he just had a report. He just had a test done. Wouldn't the test say if he had was on drugs or not? Dude, his what? What? I don't get that. I think Doctor Drew, if he commented on this, is correct in a way that he is Charlie is suffering his his actions right mm-hmm. are a symptom of uh, what is it? Uh, you know, like. Um, when you're coming off a drug, it's, it's like a uh, his actions, his 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 attitude is a symptom of a guy coming off of drugs. Okay, like he's not in his right mind. Oh, I see what you're saying. You know what I mean? But what about the test? I mean, the test. Well, that could be accurate, but he's yeah. still. Yeah, oh, I see. He, he's mentally just. I understand. mentally fucked. He's like fried. His brain. I fried. think we all can tell he's mentally fucked. That's why I keep on saying he's still on something. Is that technical there? Mentally fucked? It should be. They should simplize this shit. (laughs) Simplize? Yeah. Simplize. What's wrong with the word simplize? Simplize. I don't don't think that's a word. Simplize? Simplize. What was the word you fucking used? Uh, Something about conversation. Conversate. Conversate. Conversate is not a word. Simplize is a word. Simplize. If they simplize. Yeah. Oh, my days. He's coming off of something. That's why he's so erratic in his fucking behavior. The premium on them and he Dude, he'll be fucking doing drugs up. next week. I guarantee it. No, come on now. If he's not on drugs, that now, will completely nullify his whole fucking parade of media, of the media circuit. If he's not on drugs now, he's doing drugs next week. Guaranteed. <laughs> Absence got Absence got the clip for the doctor. <laughs> what the doctor should say in the chat room. <laughs> Come on, idiocracy. <laughs> Says on your charts that you fucked up. Go ahead. Because I'm not being, um, you know, held hostage by AA anymore. Um, I don't count my days. Because it puts such a premium on them, and then you run around with your days going, oh, God, don't lose your days, don't lose your days. Boom, I lost my days. And then it's like, where did my days go? You said keep coming been- back, keep coming back. Here's your one day back. Everything's cool. I'm, I'm going to come to the, the, the treatment aspect in a moment. But I'm, I'm curious, if you had your time again, would you ever get into drugs? Do you wish you'd never got on that step? There's a couple of things I wish I hadn't started. Um, one of them is smoking cigarettes. But now I, you know, I had a CT scan. I have the lungs of a non-smoker, which is a little bit weird after, you know, two packs a day for 25 years. Of course, you can't hear it in my voice or anything. Um, <laughs> but um, what about what about drugs, narcotics? Drugs, um, yeah, but I, but I, you know, I guess that, that there is some school of thought that, that dictates that we are the sum total of all of our experiences, both good or bad, win, lose, or draw, you know, like that. Um, so... I don't, I don't think I would trade any of it because um, I'm still alive, which is pretty cool. Have there been moments when you've thought to yourself, and I'm talking recently. Wow. Yeah, that was the end of it. Any more? I am so fucking... No, nah, that's all they put on their site. That's it? Yeah. Yeah. There's a few, just a few clips. Well, that was Piers Morgan tonight. Wow. It on goes, people. It on goes and goes. Simplized. Simplizes the word, dude. Simplification. Why would you why, simplified? Why would you make up a word called simplification? Why not shorten it to simplized? It's better. 
Simpleized. It's simpleized. Oh, Kieran. What? Simpleized. You're the one that came over the conversate. That's yeah, a word. Not a word. I've actually looked it up. I was like, ah, Damn it. Not a word rocket fucking used. Drunko Hotline, 206. Oh! <laughs> talking about simpleized. Charlie Sheen to the Drunko Hotline, 206 202 206 That's where our listeners go out and get hammered. Instead of calling their boyfriends, girlfriends, moms, and dads and embarrassing themselves, uh, they call us on the, uh, on the radio show here in our voicemail system that we called the Drunko Hotline. Of the voicemail system. That's 206-202-LUNA. That's 206-202-5666. Here it is. First one from some dude. Yeah, I've, I've reached the, uh, the hotline of Lunatic Radio. Now, I've been listening to you guys for like four years. I've been enjoying your entertainment and everything, but uh, I think it's time for me to go. I mean, you guys have brought so much happiness and, and so much fun into my life where... I've gotten to the point where, I don't know, I feel like you guys have let me down, but you haven't really let me down. I've let myself down. I cannot live anymore with this shit. And it has nothing to do with your radio show. It has nothing to do with uh, anything, I guess, in general. But uh, I just want to thank you guys for all of the things you've done to entertain me and take time every week to, to broadcast your, your, your shit and uh, entertain me while at work, but I simply can't take it anymore. You have not failed me. I failed myself. So you guys take it easy. What? And, uh, thank you very much. Wait, I don't, wait What? Snap! Hope he's alright. I don't get it. Uh, apparently he's. So he doesn't want to listen to us anymore? Because we failed him, but yet we didn't. He failed himself or some shit? What? I think that was a guy who was depressed by his own life. So he's going to stop listening to the show? Right, because we maybe depress him more. But he didn't say that. He said we, he makes us happy, him happy. I'm, I'm confused. I need an explanation. I need the cliff notes of his call. Because his call confused me. Yeah. We don't know. I thought he might shoot himself, actually. Well, that wouldn't have been good. Lunatic Radio. Season CO here. Drinking Boddington's Pub Ale. Nice! And... Um, Somehow, I'm not going to divulge how, but I I uh, came across the song "Barbie Girl" by I think by Aqua, and tell me that the guy male voice of that song does not sound exactly like Absent. Just give it a listen. It it sounds exactly like Absent. Barbie Girl. The Come On Barbie, whatever. Give it a shot. All right. Uh, Which, by the way, is very weird because Absent's actually in the chat room and he hasn't been in the chat room in a while. It just so happens he's in it tonight. You need to remind me because I don't remember. All right, let's, 
Let's get I'm sh- a Bobby girl. I remember the voice. I'm in the girl remember, voice. You remember it? Yeah, I do. I have it actually on my iPod. Well, let's do it on the way home on repeat. Aqua Barbie Girl. Here we go. Hiya, Bobby. Hi, Cam. You want to go for a ride? Sure, Cam. Jump in. I'm a Barbie girl in the Barbie world. Black in plastic. It's fantastic. You can brush my hair. Undress me everywhere. Kind of looks like him, too. Got the bald head. Chick's kind of hot. I'm watching a video right now. Come on, Barbie. Let's go party. It's happening. It is him. That guy straight up. Kind of looks like him, too. That guy straight out of Southern Illinois. <laughs> there it is. And his name's Renee, which might be Absent's real name. Absent kind of looks like a Renee. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm actually. All right. Get through your verse, broad. You're my doll, rock and roll. Feel the glamour and pink. Kiss me here. That's <laughs> That's one of our listeners right there. So random. And he hasn't been in the chat room in a while. He's there. Now we're just fucking ragging on him. This song was a hit. I'd fuck that girl. Right? This was a hit? Yeah, you know. I was I like drunk for a year? All the kids knew this song. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, God. Dancing. You know what's funny? We're done. A listener picks up on a listener. So another one, like, here's like a show and a listener calling in and, you know, be like, you know what? That sounds like a li-. he was just like probably listening to it by some random flippers yeah. on channels and he fucking, uh, he fucking hears. He's like, oh my God, that sounds like absent. That guy that calls into that show. Yeah. That fucking podcast shit. There's a guy with the deep voice. You want to stick your dick in her mouth, don't you? Oh, fucking hey. Wouldn't you love that girl to blow you? <laughs> she's not that attractive to me. She's kind of weird looking. No, she's a dick sucking chick. I mean, she's good enough to suck your dick. <laughs> Aren't they like Norwegian or some shit like that? Really? And does she really sound like that in person? I'm never going to Norwegia. <laughs> Simplized. <laughs> what is aqua? Where are they from? I don't I, know. Aqua? The water? I don't know. <laughs> Genius, Kier. Fuck. He's so fucking... Here's uh, yeah, uh, Sean from Key Lago. Who always brings it into perspective? Danish Norwegian. Why did I know that? That is disturbing that I was pretty accurate. Ugh, sorry. Danish. That's a food, isn't Danish. it? Danish. It's yummy, too. Oh, fuck, it's something I have for breakfast. Yeah. Yo, fellas, this is Sean from Pilargo. I haven't called in, like, fucking forever, so I figured I'd give you guys a little what's up and a little how you doing. Uh, just want to say what's up, man. I haven't caught this show because my iPod hasn't fucking downloaded shit in the last three weeks, so I haven't had any shows. I got three weeks to catch up on. But I'm sure they're all the same. Rock's probably the man, and Kieran is probably still gay. Probably got one arm bigger than the other. You know how that goes. It's true. Uh, Ash isn't in the picture. So, oh, all right, fellas. Well, looking forward to this uh, this Monday night show. So, guys, uh, have a good one, and uh, see you later. All right. All right another pointless <clears throat> conversation. Uh, here we go. 
Hey, this is Minivan. Finally. You know, if, I, if I throw up two pints of brandy. Oh, boy. Or I drank two pints of brandy, and I probably threw up one and a half of them. And my dog licks it up. Does that mean he's going to get drunk? Just a question. <sighs> it's a fair question. Why do dogs eat shit and puke? I don't know. It's a fair question, though. It's kind of a fucked up fucking thing. I want to hear what Aqua sounds like live. No. Yeah. You don't have an Aqua Cup live. Are you Googling it? I'm so curious to hear what they sound like live. Like, how does a band like that, like, what can they possibly sound like live? Uh, no, no, I'm just Wrapped in plastic. There we go. Aqua. Live performance of Aqua. Right there. What, this? Yeah. No, I don't think that's them. I want to hear, I want to hear Barbie Girl live. Hey, ah, you don't do Barbie Girl live. Barbie Girl live Aqua. Live thing. Uh, live at Super... Uh, see how they sound in Brazil. All right, here we go. This would be... Aqua Live from Super Positivo. Does she really sound like that? Rock. Yes, sir. Positive. If you don't realize they're playing a fucking track. What? They're not real? They're not doing this real? No. Go ahead. Here's another another version. This is in London now. That was Brazil. This is London. Maybe this one's live. Now, this is from someone's record, like someone's recording device. This will be the, uh, yeah, the, the clincher, as they say. Aqua Live from London. Kind of sounds like 1984 from Van Halen. Where's Hagar? Fucking passed over at fucking Cabo Wabo. People actually paid to go to this show. I like how we're wrapping up our show with live Aqua. I don't think any other radio show's ever done it. It's the genius of this radio program. Very dramatic beginning. Come on. We really did invent uh, closing our radio show with Aqua. <laughs> Everybody's ever done this before. Right, just... uh, you gotta wait till you hear the guy. I think this is real. No. Wait till you hear the guy. Dude, I think this is real. I don't think that's real. People are going fucking bananas. Yeah, who cares if they're going bananas? Karen, you'd be going crazy if you were there. I was. Karen, you'd just be you'd just be throwing lows at the stage like a fucking monkey. You know what, Rock? You're right. They're live. Yeah. Those microphones are on that they're singing on. Fucking Absent was in London, apparently. (laughs) 
Wow, we figured it out. Should get her on the show. We got absent, so he can play the guy. Maybe they could do a duet. Those mics alive. She just put it to the to the crowd. Yeah, it's live. Oh, there you go. Wow. You, you figured it out. You, you saw them play live. Apparently, absent really does fucking go out there and tour with the band. It does. Fucking. Thank you to the Drunkle Hotline. That was. I thought he had his fucking beard trimmed. I see him there on the fucking the chat room monitor. And he's got he's going fucking, Amish. He's going Amish now. He's just kind of like going down and out. You know, Adam's absent. That that hair should be on the top of your head. <laughs> he looks tougher that way. He looks, he looks like tough. A, he looks like a douche. No, he doesn't. That's not nice. He looks like uh, what? Here, here comes the improv. Something. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, the genius By the way, we have 69 viewers Wank, wank Alright, uh, here we go Do you wanna fuck me? Do I? Yes, have some Yes, have some How do you want me? Go away, Biden What up, Hottie of the Week time It's your pick a chick for an old entertainment team Hottie of the Week Pointless segment, this is the way in the show Wow, who's that? She, believe it or not, was an I Am comic. Really? Yeah. I am actually going to go with a female comedian because she is anything but a comedian. She, she's she's good because she's hot. Wow. April Macy. Yeah, she was an I Am comic. And I was like, she is not a comedian. Was she funny? She is doing jokes. She was just hot. I think she was in Last Comic Standing and her tits. Is that her with Sidney Crawford? Unbelievable. She's hot. Good for her. She's not a comedian, though, even though she claims to be. Alright. I am comic. Good documentary. If you're into comedians, yeah, definitely check it out. I am comic. It's a good one. It'll make you think comedy is not the way to go. Um, I'm gonna go with Natalie Portman because she's pregnant. Oh, look at you! But I will. The bun uh, in the oven. Yeah, bun in the oven. So it's hot. It's gonna go down and dirty at some point. So there you go. Uh, Natalie Portman, my hottie of the week. Marcus going with Anne Hathaway. Hathaway. Um, Mark, uh, what else? Who else? That's about it. Thank uh, you. Mike Tyson has that show. We're going to have to talk about that next week. Mike Tyson's new reality show about him training pigeons and for pigeon racing. At least he's doing something. You got us. Christina Hendricks coming in from Schnikes. Thanks again. Wonderbros.com. Check channel's that on. Really? Gotta be. TLC, like. And Hathaway, uh, Mark. Marcus M. We finally got it right. Thank you, everybody. Oh, Abs is calling in now. Now that we're wrapping up, we get the phone call. It's always the way of this radio program. Abs, what uh, up, brother? Hello. Yo. Hi. 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 Welcome to the show. Let's go party. There it is. It's, it's accurate. <laughs> Wait, you got to do the UO. No, he doesn't do that. 
He doesn't. No, no. no. He's, he's not your personal clown. Absence not here. Just do the. Fucking, uh, he's do not the, your court do, jester. Do the full line. Let come on, Barbie. Let's go party. Let's go party. See, that's that's what's gay about it. Is the dude had like one line for the whole song. He made a shitload of money off of that one line. Can't fucking complain about that, dude. You imagine you got paid tons of money just to say that. Would you do it? I'd do it. Look at how much Karen said throughout the course of his career. He didn't make that much money. It's that's true. gay, isn't it? It sucks. That's, no, that just sucks for Kieran. That's that's just the magic <laughs> that is Kieran McCann. <laughs> yeah, Rock just sent it up. That just sucks for Kieran. <laughs> I mean, you know, if we're going to compare a guy from Aqua who who made a, a ton of cash on Come On God, Barbie. I'm like, not even on Aqua's level. I'm not the guy on Aqua's level. Who wouldn't take that? You would. I take it. No, I, no, I'm not. I'm not arguing that. I'm just not on his level. I'm pissed about it. <laughs> Absolutely. You still doing your? Uh, you still doing internet radio? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've got the stuff. Just not the time. I love Absent because he's perpetually sort of doing internet radio. <laughs> what, sort of. What is the stuff? What stuff do you need to have? I got a new job uh, late last year, and it's been a it's a good place to work. Pretty happy with it. Just a lot of hours. Mm. There you go. That's good. Well, you got to work. That's good, man. That's good to hear. It's good stuff. You would be thrilled with it. It's uh, it's an ethanol plant, which uh, basically it's a giant moonshine. Still, wow. We make lots lots of alcohol. Wow. Mm. That sounds fun. I dig that. A booze plant. Oh, hey, you must be hammered. At least a little fucking high when you come home from work. It's, if, if you're in the right spot and you get to you you inhale the vapors for too long, you will be hammered. Wow. We should get Karen there. We should do a live show from there, from the plant. <laughs> We're doing a live show from a plant in southern Illinois. <laughs> An ethanol plant. Drink, get crazy, people. Product. You will die. You wow. can't drink the final product. It, it'll make you blind at the minimum. Wow. What, are you making something for cars? Yeah, it's ethanol. Yeah. It's what goes in your car. They add it to gas. Wow. Very interesting. Well, that's good to hear. You got, got a nice gig, it sounds like, so that's cool. Well, you should add that yeah. beard of yours to it. I'm looking at you right now. Look at there he is. There he is on the studio monitor. Look at that bucket. That was the, they offered me the job, and they were like, um, one last thing. Um, can you share the beard? That, uh, that thing on your chin. Um, yeah. It comes is, from is the sea. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh, the beard? The beard's a problem? Yeah, we can cut that off. There, here. Yeah, have you got some scissors? I'll let you cut it off right now. So oh, it was great. So they had, you had to cut it right there? Yeah, well, I didn't cut it right there in their office, but I gave them the opportunity. Wow. Uh, they're... It's very good pay for this area, so I was like, "Shit, yeah, you want to offer me a job? Fuck yes, you can cut it off right now." Right, right. But it didn't happen, so I let Fat Daddy cut it off with a uh, machete. <laughs> All right, hey, uh, Absent, what do you think about a? Um, let's see, let's see, late July barbecue in Absent's backyard. I like that party. I like where let's you go. You got to bring Wait kegs, on. though. Get the fucking Kentucky kegs or whatever Kentucky the fuck Kentucky kegs? What, what are, are you they? talking about? Southern <laughs> Illinois. Illinois kegs, whatever you got. Get the kegs. In, in we're coming to broadcast live from your... Fu- we're going we're gonna to make you have a party. We're coming there. with that. And grow that beard. Grow it out. I'll be here. 
I'll I'll schedule the time. All right. You guys get the pizza. It's kind of a small backyard, but we, we'll make it happen. We're bringing chicks and rocket. Hey. <laughs> We're bringing chicks and dicks. <laughs> chicks and dicks. Well, rocket's got dick. That's right. I don't know what you I know, You got to think something for Karen. So we need the dicks. That was an easy one. Bum. Oh. All right, Ashley. Thanks for calling in, man. Good to hear. Things are good yeah. by you. And, uh, you know, anytime we could reference you in the show. I mean, it was it was purely coincidence that you checked in into the chat room and then some mm. caller fucking referenced you. So Do it one more time. Go, come on, Barbie. Let's go party. Come on, Barbie. Let's go party. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it's dead on. That shit is dead on. Man. Love it. This shit is dead That's on. That's great, man. All right, Absin, we'll see you. Right on. Later. Peace. Thanks, All right. <laughs> that was funny. Good guy. Later, people. We'll see you next week. Thank you, everybody. Facebook.com slash lunatic radio. Twitter.com slash lunatic radio. We're live Monday nights. There it is, a homo. Rockets, faggot. <laughs> <laughs>